Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women, children, all ages, welcome to Dudes Without Toys Soldiers. We are back after a little bit of a hiatus, and we have a brand new edition of the Horus Heresy to try and break pilfer and pillage uh, to our heart's content. I am thoroughly unprepared for this, so I have no cute little intro for everyone, but tonight we have our resident cheese hound, the trans, Nick Beatty. Oh. In... <laughs> long story about the nickname, long story about the net handle. It's not very it's not really. <laughs> Just ready uh, to transform, that's right. Awkward silence. Uh, yes. we... <laughs> <laughs> this is going well. We're back. Just we're just picking up where we're not rusty at all. Not rusty <laughs> at all. Uh, we have our resident New South Welshman DJ in the house. Hello. It was unintentional that DJ in the house, but here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jermaine, who is running broken as shit ultimately <laughs> in one game already, and threatening to ruin our friendly meta down here in Melbourne. Howdy, howdy. Uh, we have Matt. I don't have anything for you, Matt, unfortunately, at this point in time, so I'm sorry, but oh, I'm, I'm sure subterranean, you're... subterranean exemplar, mate. Uh, no. Well, no. I, I didn't want to give the lead away before we got into preferred end. Uh, not preferred end. Uh, Vault of his Erigar uh, wrap-up. Uh, and then we have myself. It's Corey. I'm going to be as useless at this edition as I was first edition, but it'll be a learning experience and we're all looking forward to it. So here we fucking go. Yeah, winner. How, I, I don't, actually don't know how long it's been since we've done a recording. It's been fucking months. We've had two, two events. We've had two yeah. events. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Wait, when was Interrogar? Because we did one about two weeks before Interrogar, didn't we? Ooh, we'll just go March? Oh, Jesus. Interrogar uh, was end of um end of April, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. As the man who was running the event, but yeah, yeah, something like that. The man who well, was co running event. event, yeah. Oh, co running. My apologies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, gentlemen, how are we? What have we been up to? Apart from I don't know, jacking it to a brand new edition. I've uh, a lot of rage jacking. Quite <laughs> the opposite, to be honest, man. All my shit's dead. Nothing to do. <laughs> Depressed, waiting. Pablo Escobar beam. He's been to say. <laughs> <laughs> Just kicking cans and sitting on swings by yourself. Yeah. That's it. Rough, Soon, rough. right? Soon. Bad relief. Yeah. Why couldn't they do what they did with 8th edition Warhammer, where they just indexed oh, everything? I don't yeah. know. I've seen that Legacy's index, man. I don't know if you want that. Mm. Yeah, true. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, I suppose... I've been looking into space walls and how to break them, and that's about it. <laughs> All right, let's preface it. This is going to be rough as shit. We yeah, we, made, we were maybe going to record last night, and then we didn't record last night, and then we were going to record today and or tonight, sorry, which we are um, tonight being Thursday, and we're just got nothing written down. We have got no idea of where we're going with this. We know we have two events to cover the end of Horizon 1.0. I think. Two of the five people in here have played a game of 2.0 at this point in time. Um, I've read maybe two pages of the rule book um, and looked at uh, mostly by angel and everything else. And I think as Matt said, he's just lonely cried in a dark room. His, uh, <laughs> his um, clients were, were just scaring you for man. Given the yellow treatment um, at this point in time. I mean, the most excitement I've got is Ravenguard have a right of war that mentions 
the Imperial Army. So so it's coming right, guys. Oh, it's, it's beautiful looking at some of the Rider Wars and things that going, um, not some of the Rider Wars, some of the consoles saying you can take Thalax and stuff like that. It's got the attributes <laughs> yeah. the stats for these models are in Lieber, uh, Lieber Mechanicum. It's like, cool, that's really helpful at this point in time. Yeah, I'll just like flick to that book. <laughs> Depressing. Hot take, hot, hot, just off the cuff thing. What's been your favorite thing you found in the books, either the rule books or the army books so far? Movement stats. Well, that was Nick. Anyone else? Yeah, that, nice. well, that, that was really, that was really good then. Thanks, thanks, guys. I think my stance is pretty clear. <laughs> um, I, I really. I really like, okay, I really like half of this, and I'm really sad about the other half of it. I really like the uh, potency that they've given to Dreadnoughts, but they've just fucking killed, like, other vehicles in, um, in comparison at this point in time. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Like, it's great. Like, Dreadnoughts are such an, an awesome thematic piece of the heresy of all of all 40K, of all um, Warhammer, I suppose. Um, it's so good that they have, like, they're good. <laughs> um, with the you know, as opposed to just the Leviathan being everywhere. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit sad. See, sort of how some other things have been treated in comparison. Yeah, no, this is a really good segment. Thank you, guys. Sorry, We've uh, done an amazing <laughs> job with this. This is everyone's not sure. No one wants to talk over each other yet, so everyone's just like yeah. waiting. <laughs> Jermaine, no Jermaine, you've broken the game with Ultramarines already. Surely you've got something you like. Um, I haven't put the um, the Fulmentaris on the table yet. Oh, I'm literally painting awesome. them as we speak. Um, uh, the Suzerain is still pretty good. They're ridiculous, yep. Correct. Suzerain is still pretty good. Um, I do like some of the randomness taken out of the game. Like I do like the um how running now isn't like that random roll or if you rolled like me, just a one. So yeah. it's a one. <laughs> oh man, it's always just a one or a two and you just you almost don't want to move the stuff out of protest. You're just like what should have um, stayed here with that on my ass. So that's nice. Um yeah, I do like the buff to dreadnoughts. Like that's pretty cool. But as you said, Corey, the the um the the trade off of other vehicles is <laughs> is worrisome. The dreads. The dreads have swung too far. I'm just calling it now. Like, they're uber resilient by comparison to, like, say, if you were to look at the Mechanicum stuff, they're not much more expensive. They've got solid marine stat lines, and they're now monstrous creatures. What's their wounds like? Seven. Ooh, seven. Okay. Two up save. Some of them are the... Um, unless I was looking at the wrong one. I might have been looking at the old because it's all I had on me at that point in time. Sorry, not that I looked at a leaked document at all. No, um, of course not. Never. Would never. Would never, never. Do no, that. Let's be honest. Looking at the leaked document and then looking at the release documents that had two more rounds of playtesting, there's like... Yeah. Three, the, um, <laughs> I'll fix the... it, guys. I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were already on the copium saying, oh, they'll fix the PDF. They've just dropped. The PDF will get fixed. Don't worry. Nah. Blood <laughs> Jules. The Blood Angels contenders only got the six wounds. Sadness, but it's pretty fucking cool. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it, like movement eight, weapon skill five, strength, like the seven for strength and toughness, six wounds, three attacks, all that kind of shit, initiative four. Um, but like, because taking the right of war where I can't deep strike at all, 
Um, I, like, I'm just not allowed to do anything. So or use any reserve. So it fucked everything. I'm like, I'll take a fall. I can't do that. Um, I get to use its shock assault uh, special rule, which would be fucking cool, where you get to turn it up to a movement of 12 inches um, once per game, and they get gains Hammer of Wrath 2 um, as well at that point in time. So that would be pretty cool. I'm a little bit sad that... Um, like the talent of perdition that they they get aren't better, I suppose. They were um, like exaggerate, weren't they, back in the day? Yeah, well, it's like it's a strength user, so strength seven at this point in time. Um, AP two, melee, melee shred, brutal two. Which, like it's cool, Brutal's but like brutal. at the same point in time, like you can just take the gra- to Gravis power fist for free. Um, yeah, brutal's just good like, though. That means you're probably killing terminators. Brutal is good, and it's the thing. Yeah, and that's the the one. I think it doubles it. Um, uh, you know, in the Blood Angels, it's kind of okay. Where like, if you're on the charge, you wound with one less. So you know, he might be a strength seven swinging at something like it's It's annoying. It's like a real annoying wording. Um, but. Yeah, it, I think it'd be, I think one of the coolest things I think both Jay and I have um, fucked over this is that Angels tears are now two attacks each, um, <laughs> which are fucking which well, is fucking sick. Jesus Christ! Uh, so two attacks each, but then they go in with their pistols um, and whatnot, so they're three attacks on the charge, um, and they're just getting just fucking cool. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. I'm really looking forward to running a. Trader Blood Angels army. I like the Trader. Um, uh, what is it? The Warlord trade. Warlord trade. Ah, oh, it's gonna be good. Like an extra two attacked on the charge. Um, yeah, it's fucking tight. Especially if you put them like as like the plan is run them with a massive squad of despoilers who are already. Um, Spoiler alert! Come on. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Who are already like the two attacks on the charge, but then they've got the. I love the rule. I love the naming of the rule. The spite of the legion, um, <laughs> where where they can get up to an extra attack, so they could be up to like these these despoilers could eventually could get up to like five attacks on the charge each, um, which would be fucking sick. Good. All right, so just looking up the gravest power fist as well. Yeah, you just take it. It's strength nine, so you yeah. can give you greens. Melee yep. 2, AP 2, and Brutal 3. Ah, so sorry, yeah, it's just way better. <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you just take, you just take, like, it's, and it's a free swap. Like, yeah. it's fucking sick. And, you know, strength 9, but if you're on the charge, you wound it one less anyway. So, if you're taking other, if you're attacking other, like, Dreadnoughts, like, no, that's like, no, like strength. Oh, well, fine. <laughs> oh, that's right, because, yeah, it's that thing. Well, it doesn't really matter then. <laughs> You'd take it. It looks better. Shreds oh, it's good, just better. Yeah, yeah brutal yeah. freeze. Well worth it. But I do like the Blood Angels, and this is where it's like you can take a power weapon. So any character, anything with the with character subline and the Legio's um, Blood Angels, if they've got a power weapon for an extra five points, they can take a Perdition weapon, um, and all of them are brutal too. So. Like you just add brutal out the asshole onto your characters, um, and like the prediction mall is like plus strength three, um, with AP three and then brutal two and like fuck me, like you just, just start 
hopefully Blaine wasted something. Yeah. Have you worked out your your fluff yet as to why they're they're traders, man, or still working? I haven't figured it out at this point in time. Um, I mean, the the early one is that they're just like succumbing to the red thirst, um, or something like, or some such like that. Um, the other one could be that they're just, yeah, I don't really know yet. Work in progress. Cool. Work in progress. Thinking about it, trying to come up with some things. Um. But it'll just be cool to play like Devil's Trade. It is fun. <laughs> God, the wording's bad on that. All models of the Legion side is Blood Angels push will require one lower result to wound it's than so they would bad. normally to a minimum of two. So plus one to wound. Is that what they're kind of saying? Plus one to wound? It seems like it's plus one to wound. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be some sort of rules interaction that they were expecting or worried about or something like that to word it that way, right? I I've guess come so. To the conclusion after reading, like trying to play the game today, they're trying to avoid like raw arguments versus RAI by being wordy, but they're not good enough rules writers to write it in a succinct, non-confusing manner. So they're trying to like preempt all these issues and just make it a clusterfuck. Trying to preempt these issues. Even like this may seem mm. this may sound simple to you guys, but to me, it just I know like I was just reading this and it just kept fucking in my head. So the Crimson Paladin. Got the Coriolis uh, Baton Power Shields. So the result, the rule, the rule is reduce the result of all to wound rolls made at the target, made that target a model with the Coriolis Pattern Power Shield by a weapon with the melee tape by negative one. Okay, so all melee tape to wound. Like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It, it reminds me of Age of Sigma. A lot of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. That's like where they, they don't want to give definite roles. They want to like make it so you have to add up one and, and minus one because another rule will affect that role and all that stuff maybe. Reduce the result of all to wound roles made at a target model. Mm, it's so badly written. <laughs> but I'm also looking forward to playing it because with the, I'm going the um, Day of Sorrows or the Day of that, um, Right of War. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it makes the and Paladin's troops, and it makes them line oh, troops. They get line? Um, okay, yeah, they yeah. get line. So it's fucking sick. They get line. Um, it's a sick ride of war. I love it. Um, so Crimson Paladins, be, yeah, they become uh, non-compulsory troops, and they get line. And then when they're within six inches of an objective, um, they gain stubborn um, as well. Well, any any infantry and blood angels, and then with the legions of stars, within six inches of a objective, they gain stubborn. Um, and then once they get reduced to below fifty uh, percent of their starting number, they gain heart of the legion and hatred everything. Holy shit! So, yeah, it's fucking sick. Um, it's hard because so you want to take big squads, so the remaining squads still there, but then you got to take a lot of casualties to kick off the benefit. And, it, and it's all and it kind of then like if then they've got the crimson paladins have the bloodies forever and basically if they're outnumbered in combat they gain a five up feel no pain if they're outnumbered in combat by more than twice their number they gain a four up feel no pain and if um, you've got heart of the legion because you're near an objective that's plus one feel no pain yeah so it's fucking sick um so i'm looking i can't Until and they're good dread gets in it and yeah well that's the thing um but because of the right of war that I'm running, you're not allowed to do anything with reserves. So I've got to put those bad boys in a land raider and just get them up to an objective or in melee. Um, it's a cataphractic that can't run. 
yeah, and I can't deep and I can't deep strike them. Even though they've got deep strike special, I can't deep strike them because of the right of war. So I have to give them a taxi to get up there. That is a that is a massive waste of a very. I know it's rule. it's it's such a pain in the ass, but it's funny. Um, I think it'll be cool. Um, this is the other one I was looking at. Like in, I, I know we're just totally just doing random talking at this point in time. I was going to say, but, should, we, should we touch on the events and then we can just go whole hog into two point Let's shift it in and out. <laughs> let's just let's just let's just fleece along and do whatever we want. And so then I went to ground and, and I did it. See, game two at Enterogar. I can't remember. <laughs> <that one day. laughs> it was actually really nice for third enemy, I think. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, 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 don't, no, no, that's fine. No, because I was just going to mention, like, there's one where, all right, so rhinos are a 12 capacity now, yeah? Yes. But in the rule book, for some of the units, it says a unit of no more than 10 can take a rhino. So I can yep. give them a rhino, but I can't use the full capacity. It's only so you can no. attach apothecaries, tech marines, and characters. And That's stuff. so dumb. Like, what if I want to put 10 to 12 to spoilers in there? I can't. <laughs> nope. It's just, it, it's not a bad, I don't mind that. No, I think it's, it's, pro- it's probably those other two seats are like first class seats or officer seats. So they're like, oh, we can't let the lower enlisted in those. Like, you know, got to keep them reserved even though no one's in them. I exactly. imagine it's just two guys white knuckling it on the side. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're two guys popping out the two um, uh, hatches up the front, and then not being able to pop back down because their shoulder pads are too broad. They got rid of yeah. the firing points off rhinos and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, the, did they? Oh. Yeah. So you can't have your cheeky veterans shooting plasma out the top or anything like that. Oh, that sucks. And, uh, they, they really fucked on the Stormlord. Like, yeah, fucked, Denver... on a, fucked on a lot of things. Like, let's be honest. A great many things. <laughs> it was a dark day for people that aren't using basic bitch marine stuff. That when that fucking mm-hmm. PDF dropped, Jesus. <laughs> oh god! All right, let's, let's do an interrogation recap. What was that? What was that? It's a work in progress. That's not. Mm. That's a fire and forget. But that's have they ever actually said that though? No. Or is that just again us trying to? It's you know, look, look for... Exactly, yeah. Right. Someone said it. They'll get, they'll get rid of augury scanners. They're not going to be a problem. Oh, dude, why wouldn't you take so many augury scanners at this oh, point in time? Like, everything. I was, like, <laughs> looking at like, yeah, no, I've got to get some augury scanners in there yeah, somehow. Yeah, um, especially because, like, I can't, like, deep strike or use reserves or something like that. No, I've got to fuck with your deep striking reserves and stuff like that. But I was looking at, like, how can I get some of those cognizes, uh things in there and just fuck with everything? Because I'm not taking any deep... Uh, any reserve things at all so it doesn't bother me yeah there you go you can just laugh when someone's dumped maybe a hundred points on augury scan given them let's be honest most of the time when we're running up to events oh, i don't have enough models and a bit of armored ceramide here some hunter killer missiles there oh, yeah exactly <laughs> it's not hard to find those points and then you can bleed them away if you need them but yeah i think when everyone's building a decent size squad just hell the augury scanner on there why wouldn't you but yes, anyway, should we touch on Terrigar, then some PE, and then we can uh, wax lyrical about 2.0, and me and Jermaine can um, talk about the joy of going through the 6th edition fantasy rulebook. I mean, the um, the recently released rulebook. That was rough, man. <laughs> it was pretty rough. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better. <laughs> like, it's better, don't get me wrong, but it's not a good yardstick, the 6th edition fantasy rulebook. Like, that thing is a fucking travesty. Dear God. Also, well, how old was that starting. compared to this? You know? 20 years, yeah. Yeah. Like... And, and like all the things that they learn and put in through 
the black books or the red books and stuff. It's like, oh, we forgot those lessons. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a little touch on the review of the rule book. One thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so Interrogar. Interrogar, we ran shit. What is it? Jesus. End of it? April. So was that Three months April? ago? Well, you, you helped run it. June, yeah, I helped run it. Um, so Ass- assistant. Two and a bit months ago. So many moons for those playing at home. Um, what was it? Two day. Anyone that listens to any of these podcasts will have the run up, so we don't probably need to touch on that. Um, as the EO, I thought it ran pretty smoothly um, for my first big event and DOMS. Um, I don't think there's any major things. The venue was absolutely phenomenal. The drink prices and food prices oh, were Jesus Christ. Amazing. So Everyone good. Absolutely amazing. They looked after us so well. Getting access on the Friday night and everything. Oh, Jesus. It was just. They're just also just super lovely. Like, whatever oh, you want, like, they help you out, right? Yeah, Spoiler just... alert. Like, I'm working with Rod at the moment for an upcoming event, and the dude's just fucking amazing. Like, He's the best, isn't he? Like, such a nice dude. Yeah. Like, nice. yeah, yeah. It's been an absolute, like, awesome like like awesome value for money if you are looking oh, to run yeah. an event like it's just like ridiculous oh, like yeah so cheap so cheap we're talking like orders of magnitude cheaper than a lot of other like venues which is still yeah. nice venues, but it's so cheap and so good mm-hmm. like the toilets are all clean they're not gross it's got a sound system it's got um some screens hooked up so you can put your scores up and run those through and so we can find their tables because people are generally like me and do not listen to when your table's called out um but yeah, absolutely smashing venue and was a pretty easy run. I don't think we had any major hiccups. Some people rocked up late on the second day and were surprised when they got told they could miss out for round one. Um, but yeah, I think by and large, I had a good time running with Dom. Um, and uh, I think it was a good event. Like for those of you actually playing it, you know, did you guys enjoy playing in it? Um, I know round times were a problem. People were just, were they fucking rusty or what? Like, I'm not sure I... it was my first event. So, but I don't think I really got to play many games past game turn three or four. Yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, Corey, you played a couple before. What, what do you reckon? No, like, I've literally, like, my last event before this one was uh, the previous Preferred Enemy. And other than that, I just played, you know, pick up games here. And I'm rusty as shit. Like, I don't know the fucking rules and all that kind of stuff. Um, which why I'm on a podcast about a game, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but... I think, like, I think minimum uh, turn four was, like, the lowest amount of turns that I got to. But, like, I think um, Golden and I were playing our first game and we were in, like, turn three and I think someone either across from us or whatever was just at the end of turn one. I'm like, fucking hell. Um, I blame... I blame Demon and Psychic players uh, mostly for that. Um, Filthy. It's just such a pain in the ass. Just such a pain in the ass. No, um, I think people probably were a little bit rusty, but I I think just being around people and talk, like we forget how much like just talking shit and whatnot takes up. Of course, it's probably the the biggest one out of COVID, (laughs) really. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I'm all set up. Hey, do you want a beer? I'll go stand up here. I'm just going to go to the toilet while you get the beers and then come back. And it's like, okay. Oh, shit, I forgot to do my wall of trade. Do you mind if I roll for that? Yeah, cool. (laughs) Just do that. Um, Sweet. Cool. Is everything deployed? Let me check. Let me make sure I've fucked anything (laughs) up. All this kind of stuff. Cool. Uh, 45 minutes of the round is already gone. It's like, oh, sweet. Like, we better start playing. Um, Which, you know given the amount of extra dice rolls and whatnot come into 
2.0 with reactions and, and stuff like that. That'll be interesting, but... Oh, yeah, and shit does not die quick. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I, 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 yes I think... No, not enough time for um, I didn't find it an issue. Like I said, I got to um, end of... I got to at least turn four. Maybe I lied. Maybe it was turn three with Stuart and Mitch, but that was Stuart's mm-hmm. fault. Um, That's it. <laughs> yeah, so... But other than that, the rest of my games, we at least got... Four gap four turns. In. I think most games I got five turns in. So, um, and it got to that point where like it's five turns and we know how it was going and we just math hammer yeah. shit out and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. How'd you find it, D Danger Man? Yeah, I, I I didn't find it an issue, man. Okay. Um, there was a few games. There was one game, my third game, day one. Um, we're much like Corey's story. I think we were sort of at the back end of turn three. And the table next to us with dead set just starting turn one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. So there was a few instances um, like that. But no, I, I felt pretty comfortable with the round times. Oh, that's right then. DJ, I know you were uh, steering a weird army. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, like, I didn't really have a, have a huge issue. Like, again, same as the others. Like, one or two of them, it was like, you know, turn five, but like, we already knew exactly what what it was and then it's like oh do we push to try and play out another one and determine like maybe two extra 50 points that don't determine the game outcome or whatever so it wasn't it wasn't a huge drama i felt and then also like once i had you know once i figured out that pie plate drop in monstrosity had an invulnerable save it didn't die again so then i was just able to delete stuff so that you know that speeds things up right can't believe you got that unkillable thing killed. Well, I didn't know it had an invulnerable <laughs> save. Or oh, it will not die. Or any of the other crazy bullshit it has. I don't remember. One of the 476 rules it had. Yeah, exactly. That are all like babushkaed under other rules. So it's not even like I can just look at it and go, it's like, oh, all this is under the Macaquem rules. I'm like, I don't know those. And like, like knowing the edition changes coming, there's no point learning them all. Like, come on. Even though I'm playing two events with them. Yeah. <laughs> why would I bother? Any major takeaways, boys, from the event, uh, game-wise or anything like that? Really oh, I love that we had... Well, that, sorry? I'm really shit at this game. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I... I love you so much. <laughs> I'd like to report that I, I improved on my previous efforts at my last tournament. So I think at Preferred Enemy, I won one, lost four, and I walked away from this with two wins and three losses. Okay, so, um, so I'm going, I'm going, I'm going up. Uh, let's be honest though, I lost three games. I I played Golden, who fucked me. I played <laughs> Matt, and I'll talk about the grudges. I played Stuart's fucking demon army and a glaive that fucked me on the first turn, <laughs> and, and then thing. I played Matt, which Matt Matt fucked me as well. Now actually, this was pretty close, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was really close to the first like two turns, but then as soon as I got your assault marines dead, it sort of yeah. like the whole army crumbled. But that no, was yeah. But our our score wise actually wasn't that too far. Correct. Off, I don't think. Yeah. No. Um. But like I played like game one, I played against psychers. Game two, I played against demons. Um. Game with their bullshit stuff and game three was fine. I played uh world a world eater army. Game four, I played Matt with his demons, and game five, I played Excuse a whole me. army of demons. Mate, uh, you're, I've you're fucking ten, ten demons, and all the humans. It was a, the, the demons were the worst part. 
Um, but after playing, yeah, after playing Stewart's Demons, that was less than ideal. Um, and then I played Xavier uh, Xavier's Demons game five. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> Cops them all. Full, it was just a full fuck. Well, like like the first game, I'm I'm sitting there dealing with Adam's fucking heinous amount of psychic dice rolls. I'm like, I can't do shit against this. Oh, man, um, I played against Lockie at PE. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So many dice. There's just so many fucking dice. He's like, all right, cool. I have nine. You have three. I'm like, all right. This feels... This, 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 this feels like... This feels like... Um, this feels like fucking fantasy again when they when they roll and they get roll two, three. So you get three dice and whatever oh, and, this yeah. shit. Um, and he was just like yeah I'm just going to do this and this and this and this and this and like fucking what the fuck just happened um, and then and then game two when I played Stuart's Demons it was in the uh, game where you had to deploy in the circles oh, yeah. and so I'm trying to stack land raiders on top of each other um, <laughs> and he's just putting these fucking giant portals down and then uses one entire deployment circle for his glaive that just proceeds to cut a line through my fucking army. Technically, um, he shouldn't have been able to deploy anything that, that match, mate. Uh, you, no, you can deploy in deployment zones of those dumb fucking portals, but you can't deploy okay. in out of the model. Oh, it's yeah, that one. Got it backwards. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah, so I just had these portals just right up in my grill. Well, not right up in my grill, but very like, close. It's just like, fuck this. Um, and the taint is fucking demons coming out of nowhere. Um, so that was fun. Uh, then what else? No, that was oh it. The God. other games, the other games, like, oh, so I played Anthony game three against his world eaters. Um, I won that one. I just managed to flip the relic on the very first relic roll. And then my assault oh. marines proceeded to run away with the relic. Um, <laughs> it was so oh. fun. It was like, I'm on there. I'll try for it. Six, run, 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 run fast, run far. Um, were you allowed to run? I don't think it could move anymore. No, not like I didn't mean run. Like I like, like just get away as fast as possible. Bet you I didn't run. Anthony, no, Anthony knows oh. I didn't run. I wish <laughs> I could have. The jet packed all the fucking way away. Shifty plick. We'll never flick. know. Shifty plick. So again, we just done that completely randomly. Did we actually want to talk about in depth, or were we just happy to just talk about like? No, oh, no, it's, it's two months ago. Um, let's just keep touch on. <laughs> Um, I suppose the winners, though, so, and I just want to clarify, yeah. and Dot will back me up on this, there was a significant amount of our group that got prizes, which I really didn't want to happen because it looks like shit, but course, you hate us all. scoring and random shit, so, like, there was a door prize that we rolled on a random name generator thing, and fucking Mitch got the door prize, like, you, I'm like, can I re-roll it, Dom? And he's like, oh, it's the first one to come up, I'm like, oh, you can give that award, man, because it looks like shit. Yeah. Um, but yes, so... We had for the Vault of um, Interrogo, which was the Vault Artificer, was um, which is the Earth Choice, was Dylan Cosgrove with these really nice uh, custodies. They were beautiful, and he had a really oh yeah, nice they were great. Oh yeah, they were they were nice. That was stunning. They and were the possibly Hel- the best custodies I there at the event. <laughs> you need Pat. You need Pat on yeah. chat to yeah. really make that sick home. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work as well in a one directional sort of format. Um, oh, that's fine. I really yeah, Pat, leave, leave us a message when you hear this. <laughs> yeah, just message us directly. Um, he's, he made a little like drilling crew as well for one of the individual units, which was really cool as well. It was like a little 
technomancer guy that was like, you know, had his little posse of, you know, siege drill guys to move through the ground. So that was cool. But yeah, his army was absolutely stunning. Um, then we had yeah, the under, underground demagogue. Um, interesting demagogue. Golden runner. Called demagogue. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, that's player's choice. Um, and interestingly enough, Golden got player's choice. Well, not interestingly enough, but it's funny that he got I the didn't... title of demagogue and then ran an event called demagogue. Just hmm. I didn't vote for him. Yeah, Golden's obviously. <laughs> Out of spite, right? He's no, I just don't think his army's that good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Shots fired. Um, but like the conversions are nice and t- tidy and neat and that the marble effect. Ah, oh, he's a prick. That's what he is. Uh, second, our very own Jermaine Ramos got in second with his lovely ultramarines. I was very surprised. I wasn't. Was I, I thought they were I thought they were the best ones there. Thanks, man. And then uh, third, unsurprisingly, Kieran Douglas with his what was he running his alphas? His alpha alphas, yeah, yeah. No, they were alphas. He wanted to get his um, loyalist Empress children in that PE for the last go, but he didn't have enough painted to, for vaults, so he ran his alpha legion, which made me happy because I haven't seen them in person for like two or three years. And he's added quite a lot to them since then. They're quite nice. Um, yeah, oh, they're gorgeous. Love them. But yeah, stunning stuff. Uh, then we had the subterranean exemplar, which was the event-specific unit. This was again peer-voted, and our very own Matthew Grigg won that one. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised with that one. I was uh, I'm sure Jay or, or Pat were going to take that one. Interestingly enough, equal second with Jay and Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck's sake, like amazing. Oh god. Um, so following that, we had the under, underdwelling remembrancer, um, which was the fluff award. You know, very close to my own heart. And uh, Sam Breton got that one with his awesome um, Iron Hands fluff. Iron Hands. They yeah. were, and, those Iron Hands were nice. And they looked stunning as well. Like, his fluff was grouse. He touched on, like, you know, the keys of hell and fucking zombie Iron Hands, which is amazing. But, um, yeah, his army looked stunning as well. So, yeah, it was a well-deserved. And the fluff, he, he put it into a little book. It just, uh, I had, an, like, an immediate erection when I saw it printed out behind his yeah. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I'm in trouble. Um, and if you want to hear his fluff, I think that's one of the few fluffs we actually got through in the fluff um, episode with Jay's dulcet tone. So jump back a few episodes if you want to hear that. Um, then we had Tunneling Propagandist. And again, this went to one of our own, which was um, social media. And that was Corey, just because of his really creepy Kevin Spacey references. Predominantly. <laughs> Look, and it's weird, um... dark to light videos. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's, like uh, while you're doing it. Fuck, man. I'm out, man. Look, it's all I've ever wanted in life. I've got the cup sitting here. Um, I, w- I tried to put it in our in our le- living room on display and got quickly told no. Um, just sneak it back in. Just so, sneak it back in. No, I've just been putting it in different places um, and just waiting to see how long it takes to find it. Uh, how long it takes it. How long it takes my partner to find it, not you. Hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, oh, as if she does. <laughs> can I just say, like, I... I um, right. Know, uh, as one of the... Oh, award recipients can i just say i really love these the um we should put a picture of them up um yeah sure the the what do we call flagging are they a flat what are they called Cup. Um, tankard tankard right i love it as the idea i've used it um i've actually used it not for drinking out i use it for because i was just 
things were in the dishwasher. I used it to froth the milk for my soy cappuccino the other day. <laughs> if you're having a soy cappuccino, where's the milk in that equation? It, uh, it worked an absolute treat. So at least I know it serves dual purposes. Um, I'm very upset that you've sullied it with fucking soy milk. Jesus. <laughs> Can we retroactively as... take that back? We're taking it back. We're taking it back. Yeah, soy you juice at best. You are as lactose intolerant as I am, motherfucker. So you are. Yeah, but he just pounds a dare a day and just deals with it. <laughs> no, they, they're, they're um, I, I love, I love them as um, an, an award. They're um, they're a cool little thing. They're different. I like it. That's a lot of fun, and they came up pretty nice. That black coating with the silver etching on. Oh, it was yeah, awesome. they're great. Yeah, had them sitting in my house for like eighteen months, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, we had the um, subsurface cartographer, which is best tables, and that just went straight to Lockie because he yes. what, yeah, it just did the Lord's work. It was amazing, it was fantastic. So yeah, Lockie uh, really helped us run that event between Lockie and uh, um, the Esplanade with Rod. I think that the event pretty much runs itself. If you're getting good with the Esplanade, Lockie, you know, done. So how's your event planning going, Corey? I am good with Rod, and I'm good with Lockie. So, oh, tick tick. Um, have you yeah. got Have you got Dom on board to help, or is he playing? Uh, dog's playing. Dog's playing. Oh, that's cool. Dom's down as a loyalist actually at this point in time. Ooh, so, yeah, uh, I think he's bringing Dark Angels. Yeah. Oh well, he should be a trader then. Yeah. So how how how's sales going for your event? Uh, they're good. Like we're we're going all right. We're so I've got a max of 40 players and currently we've got 34 signed up. Oh, that's um, awesome. So I'm fully sold out on the trader side. Just looking for six more loyalists at this point in time to um, to fill the gap. But if I can't, I've got a few boys on the trader side who have already said that they're happy to jump across to loyalists um, if need be. But hopefully, fingers crossed, um, we can we can hitch a few more people up and sell out our first 2.0 event with 40 players. Yeah, that'd be great. What what date was what weekend was that again? Uh, September 10th to 11th. So, yeah. That so yeah, two day event. How many points? Two day two day event. Uh, it's a little bit different. So I guess we can go into a bit more detail. So it's the Siege of Tharax. We'll put some um deets up and whatnot but the siege of tharax prime um it's literally based around i've got to get some fluff out like kind of stuff but it's literally based around the concept of this is a uh, a trader held world and the loyalists are looking to liberate it um and they're going to do so before the uh trader trader uh reserves come into orbit and sort of just bomb the shit out of them um so it's an escalating um it's an escalating point level. So I figured I went with five. I tossed and turned about five or four games being the first event of 2.0. Um, and I kind of, in the end, went a middle ground of five games, but the first two games at lower point level, which if it'll make much of a difference, who knows? But the first game is 2,000 points. Um, it's gonna, it represents the planet fall. So it's like just now shit down onto the planet. Um, there's fucking enemy fire coming in. Um, some things are going to get lost on the way in, all this type of shit. So it's just a fucking... Like, I, I just pictured um, the landing scene from Saving Private Ryan, and that's pretty much what I thought um, with this one. So everyone's got Auspex scanners, basically. Yeah, it's going to be fucked, actually. Now I think about this with all these scanners and whatnot. Um, no, but 
so there's that and then game two is 2500 um just again just to ramp it up that little bit um but you know a little bit of wriggle room and then the last three games are gonna be three gay bad boys um to finish the event off so yeah so two days five games escalating from 2000 points to 3000 points um it's gonna be one of the things and what i'm some of the stuff i'm gonna drop on the the players um is that we're gonna have the game and the games are gonna have their their main objectives that both players know but each player is going to get a set of secondary secret objectives to try and complete throughout their games. Kind oh, of nice. like um, kind of like Malifaux, where Malifaux you had the the main objective, um, but then you also had your own things like you know um, praying for murder and shit like that. Um, so there's going to be a, an event award specifically tied into that. that goes to Tharat's Prime, kind of like a, a secret operative type scenario, just fucking trying to do whatever they can to sabotage the opposite um, person, the opposite forces. Um, what do you call yeah. it? Yeah, um, Loki, Loki actually did that for a, um, an event last year, and that was pretty cool. It was a good little addition um, of just like a yeah. throwaway one. But, yeah, integrating it into the overall event is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, so, like, you know, every game, so you'll come up, you'll get your... You'll come up, you'll get your pack, but then every player will get their own secret objective that they only they know. Um, they, and the doesn't know. Or, or are they just like a, a, a lineup of say twenty random objectives they get given out to people? Yeah, so that's what I'm just trying to toss out. And, and I suppose and some of it I think is gonna come down to once I get people's um armies and stuff like that, I might try and do some themey sort of things as well. So you at the moment it's just all up there. You could if you wanted to as well. I'm just thinking five games, you give people a list of five objectives that are relatively reasonable. Yeah. Um, you know, in like, you know, catch something with a heavy support, you know, something like that. So something that most armies should be able to do. And yeah. Then, and then maybe you'll like circle the one they're doing for that battle, but you can only do each of them once. So people don't just go, oh, that one's easy for me. I'm just going to keep hammering that one. Yeah. So I think like tying them into the, like the overall idea of the mission as well. So like, for instance, the first mission is like a, a planet four mission, a landing mission. Um, the loyalists have got to try and capture um defensive positions in the enemy zone um deployment zone type thing um but points of something like that where it could be something like you know the you know one of the hq the hq or the the warlord of the um opposing force it has like you know really crucial information so you know you either a you want to try and catch for the most amount of secondary points you want to try and capture them so try and you know be in contact with them or something like that at the end of the the thing or at the worst case scenario, you want to try and avoid or try and take some of that information away from the opponent so you could kill them for a less amount of points type of thing. Okay. It might be a, yeah. a five a five point for capturing them, a, a two point for just killing them um, type thing and sort of do things like, do elements like that. Um, just for a bit of fun and difference, I suppose. Although it's not really different. Than difference. Yeah. All right. Um, should we touch on PE quickly now, then have a break, and then uh, wax through a couple at about 2.0? Sounds, Sounds good. good. Sounds good. Right. So we obviously had PE, which would be just over a month ago um, now. So we actually had a pretty good little lineup there towards the end of uh, 1.0. Um, so PE was obviously run by Golden um, at the awesome Rosamond Bowls Club. Um, what was it? Flat 2.750, four games. Um, mm-hmm. 
it was a, a an excellent event. Um, I suppose we could touch on our games briefly, Matt, DJ, and myself. Um, but by and large, it was um like super narrative. Um, Golden had done up little videos as like little briefings before each battle. Yeah, they were cool. Off the demigog and all that sort of stuff. So that was actually really cool. So it got everyone in the mood. Um, not that the, the alcohol in general, awesome demeanor everyone it was actually. I must say, like the general level of. But an awesomeness at the event was pretty good. Like everyone was pumped to play. Everyone's you know excited to have a crack. Like it was just a good mood, I suppose is a good way of putting it. Um, across the event, which was good, I found. Um, but yeah, there was four games. Um, that were sort of narratively linked based on whether the demigog was you know rattling around or being captured or whatnot. Um, and yeah, um, fantastically run. Good selection of awards. Um, Roseman Bowls Club's amazing always. Uh, probably the big takeaways. Did, did Matt, did you want to run through your games? Yeah, um, having the the four games, I got to say, first time having done that. Holy shit, that was amazing! Like just it's so much, form. so it's much time. Act. Yeah, just just relaxing. It was good. Um, first up, I played Pat. Uh, we we played at Interregard, but we didn't get through our game because we were talking a bit too much. So we wanted to sort of have a, a quick rematch. Yep. That's one Interregard. I went past. Pat and Golden's table to do an hour and a half warning. They hadn't deployed. They'd spent an hour. <laughs> so that's wow. So we can work out a common denominator there, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this was great. We got got through our whole game. Um, it was actually fairly close um, at the start. Bit a bit of back and forth. I managed to like um, immobilize his tank with all these scary guys in it. Uh, Valdor and, and, and Co. And I thought, oh, I'll charge my Death Star into him. He can't be that bad. And, and I was wrong. Um, he murdered all my Ogrens in one attack. And then looked like it was pretty close. I was I was winning last turn sort of thing. But then his Ares came on at the, the fourth turn. And it just wiped my stuff out. So he got the win on that one. Okay, uh, done. Okay. Good fun. Yeah. <laughs> then um, second game, I played Sam, I think. Sam... Uh, that you were talking about before he won your... Bruton? Yeah, that's it. Pretty sure I played him. He, he was uh, playing like a mixture of Mechanicum and Iron Hands, which okay. was really quite good. The, the, that game was you had the Demigorg in the middle and you had to get them to one side of the board. So it was just trying to get through um, while he was trying to stop me. Um, it was a very huge big slog, but I just managed to get him across the line as the uh, as time ran out, so... That was a good fun one. Managed to pip him there. I'm out of dodge, yep. Yeah. Then um, next morning I played against um Tim. It was from I Horus podcast. Yeah. Really, really, really nice guy. Um, had an awesome match where uh we had our uh, demagogue was in the the eagle that came down, and where oh, I put yeah. my demon portal just so happened to be exactly where we rolled for him to land. <laughs> um, then there were two big impassable terrains uh, either side and it was just a meat grinder just getting fed into this this massive combat with demons and grenadiers and everything dropping and then um, yeah he, he had all these jetpack guys and um, uh, just, that, yep. that distracts yeah managed to maneuver around and stop me and um, my ogrens and that just, just couldn't get in um, he wrecked my spartan next to my land raider that was also wrecked so I couldn't get past it. So they spent two turns running around to do nothing in the end. <laughs> and that was a, a good fun match in the end. Um, so I lost that one. Then last match I played against Lockie. And 
that was a heap of fun. But as Corey mentioned before, God, so many psychic dice. Like he'd pull pull this like uh, it was like what was it like a laminated page, and he'd write all his stuff down with a whiteboard marker so he could keep track of it because he had oh, so much shit. That, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he'd be having like fifteen dice a turn and telling me I had like three or or four. And... It was so much. It was so fucked. And you just you, you sagely hold on to your three or four dice, just waiting for that perfect time to stop something, and then you you roll the three or four dice and you still don't stop whatever spell it was. So, <laughs> it, was so it fucking hurts so much. That was it. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, it was a really close game as well. Uh, my guys had to hold hands and form a circle and get points for every turn they survived in a circle. And Lockie got points for disrupting my circles and killing my units. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the end, I managed to just win by like a point or two. Super close game, but but such fun. As long as you had fun, that's the main thing. Yeah, that's it. How about you, you men? How did your games go? Uh, good, good. Um, so first up, I played DJ, um, and he was running my Dark Mechanicum. I just got flash flashbacks to uh, you know Zombie Land when he's like, you know, don't shoot me with my own gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had the, obviously the Thunder Warriors in the Air Cavalist, um, and that was a good game. What one was that, DJ? That was the how, what was the first mission again? It was where you totally smashed my face in. Um, okay. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't remember. Oh, what it was the it was the random objective, right? Oh yeah. So you popped the objective, and then yeah, you got to hold it. That's um, right. Yes. Yeah, so I deployed on sort of a weighted flank to try to break as much line of sight against DJ's army as possible because the uh, my army has a pretty light uh, ground presence um, at the start of the game um, and managed to get most of my reserves on turn two and they just proceeded to sort of come in and shell the shit out of everything and drop people where they needed to be dropped and um, I managed to get the objective so that one was uh, that one was that um, I lucked out and got some good penetrations on the um, <laughs> Macarius, because that was a massive threat to the flies. Just being able to brew mm-hmm. it out, like you know, thirty a million shots. Yeah. yeah, like if that could actually get a shot off, it would have sucked. Um, so I managed to avoid that. That was my big fear, that bastard. Um, and obviously danced around Scoria because he was a prick. Um, so then game two, I got Stuart, which was the um, as you said, Matt, to get the demigog um to the yep. extraction point. Um, and that one, I just, because of obviously demons are just fucking ridiculous, um, I just flew around in my flyers all game, dodging um, the, what are they called? The uh, rift barbs, because they're the only thing that can shoot up at the flyers. Ah, yes. Yep. Um, and then turn four, I think, maybe turn four. Yeah, when they whenever they drop their toughness down one, um, <laughs> I piled all the Thunder Warriors out of the Storm Eagle and proceeded to beat the absolute shit out of a heap of demons, but... Stuart had just gotten the bloody demagogue across the line into the deployment zones. Ah, uh, yeah. There was no way to drag him back out. So I was like, oh, all right, done. Um, so Stuart uh, picked me by a point there. Um, then next up, game three, I had Dom, which was the crashing um, the crashing Stormbird or the, the demagogue. Um, and poor Dom, I seized on him, um, which is unheard of for me, but I managed to get a cheeky seize on. And uh, it, it was fucked up, guys. Like... And Dom knows this, I know this, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, um, he had a fell blade, so my Venator, in a thing I've never seen a Venator do, just stun locked his, um, or, you know, shook locked his fell blade the entire game until it died. Ah, shit. 
So it just wow. didn't, it just shot like four Laz Cannon shots and that was it. Um, yeah. yeah, it was rough. Um, he he couldn't roll for shit the full bus. Like he scattered, he had a sick, uh, what was it? Maybe a whirlwind sicarus, sicarin, something like that. I don't know what it was called. Okay. Scorpion. Um, and he just kept scattering it off the board. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> and like, you know, when I seized on him, I shot the Medusa round um, at the center of one of the Vindicators to hurt it. And obviously, because you've got to center the blast, yep. you can't sort of like do it on the edge, but then it scattered just enough to kill like eight Marines and still. Oh, God. You know I mean? Like, that just, it was. That sucks. And it also fucking. Um, no, it didn't. It didn't do that. So I was shooting at the Marines, and it scattered enough that it hit his uh, one anti-air defense, which was a twin link carries at the back of the board, and immobilized it. So it's like <laughs> fly around with all the flies, be like, "All right, man, I'm at twenty-four point one inches," and yeah, it just <laughs> fucking toxic. <laughs> Love it. Um. So yeah, that was and I was just like Jesus Christ, like oh fuck, that I'm so sorry. Like it's fine, it's fine. So it was a great game, but it was you know it's one of those like you, it's a great opponent, but it was a shit game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Poor old Dom. Um, and then finally I got Anthony Robinson, um, and he was running some uh, art filth, I believe, uh, which was Iron Warriors, and that was a rough way. I'm like, oh holy shit. And he seized on me, um, the bastard, as is usual. When I'm playing against people, they will seize <laughs> on me. Um, so he had a Typhon, like big siege tank. Um, he had 10 siege tyrant terminators with the Master of Signals in there, giving them plus one ballistic skill. Oh. He had two Medusas, like Medusa artillery tanks. Uh, he had two Cortis Dreadnoughts. He had... Uh, a Leviathan Dreadnought, and then a couple of tax squads. And that was the Break the Circle mission. Um, and so I just shot down the anti-air assets and then stayed in my planes until the end. And I think I jumped out and tried killing the Typhon and it you know, killed a bunch of my guys. But I think that was a pretty handy win on my my way. But it was ridiculous because I had to use all my health strike missiles to shoot at these Terminators. I didn't have any good AP too, so I'm just like slinging these single missiles at Terminators, hoping to fucking kill them. <laughs> yeah. um, those siege tyrants are or were fucking rough. Um, so yeah, I had a great time. I think it was a fantastic send off for 1.0. Finally got to get the Thunder Warriors out, so that was a that was hell good. yeah. And, um, yeah, it seems like the air cab was a bit bit funky for people to deal with. There was probably a one or two too many flyers. And, you know, three of them were quite big threats with the Thunderbolt, the Fire Raptor, and the Storm Eagle. But yeah, I had great fun, and the, the army looked cool on the board. What about the army definitely, I was going to say, yeah, the army definitely looked cool. And it's especially cool for that um, first game where we were playing each other because both of the armies, obviously, were yours. So the, um, the palette and the theme and the, sort of the conversions really match each other nicely. So it felt very cohesive, which was really cool. Um, yeah, and rain bases. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Like, because it snows up high, right? And then it turns to sleep, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's close enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, Cloud City and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it could just be the ashes of all my dead dudes, you know? <laughs> just getting vaporized. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, we played round one, which was awesome. Um, then I wrote this down because so, I, I can never remember. Um, so then, yeah. So uh, then I played Pat after. Um, so that was the run the guy off the board uh, or walk him off the board. 
Um, so like, you know, de definitely deployed them as far to one side as I could. <laughs> and then just because you can move them the maximum of six during your turn. So I was like, you know, had to like really push it. And, um, and he had these custodes, obviously, um, which were looking great. Um, and like doing okay, not amazingly, but okay-ish. And he was like, you know, taking down my big threats. And then it was, and like I'd killed a couple of, um, Custodes units here or there. I was like, oh, sweet. There's not really enough to hold me up on that flank to not be able to get it. And then, like, the um, Red October's full of sisters just like drop down and just unleash, you know, what, like 20, 20 30 uh, sisters who are fearless uh, to tie me up in combat so I can't get that extra sort of four inches I needed to go or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. So, no, that was great fun, though. Um, and then, obviously, we had trivia that night, which Jay. Carried the team quite heavily. Uh, <laughs> and I say quite heavily, I mean like 99%. Uh, I, I contributed, I think, one answer, which he also knew as an Alpha League player, so that was good. Um, and I was very happy that Golden um, recognised, uh, you know, all the, the lore around Alpharius, which was excellent. Um, and then the next day I played Darcy first up with his um, Iron Hands tank, all tank army. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, he did effectively table me at round three um so i did do better yeah i did do better than uh, three times um, as much fun as uh, as nick got yeah as poor nick had yeah with the last round jesus christ yeah something went wrong there darcy had tabled everyone and then oh first turn tabling <laughs> yeah um so yeah but i had like had an amazing fun the guy was super nice like i hadn't, I hadn't Met him before, I don't believe. Um, I definitely hadn't played him before, but he, he was super fun to play against. I really liked him. Um, and he just had, you know, a kick-ass army that he could do a lot with, and I just didn't have any answers for it. Um, I took out two of his tanks, but one of them was only immobilized. It was immobilized behind a building. So he just kept maneuvering the rest of the, um, uh, like the Talon, whatever you, the, whatever you call it, around the building, but making sure not to drop it out of, uh, cohesion range, I assume, so he could stack wounds onto the the, 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 the either the messed up one or the rest of the unit, however it works out best. Um, so, yeah, so, but, yeah, like, I had, had a great time, so that was cool. And then ended up playing Jay at the end, um, which, again, like, su super awesome. He was running his Alpha Legion. It was great to see a, a Cessus Assault Ram on the table, especially considering we're probably not going to see as many anymore. Uh, <laughs> and that was the make, making the... Yeah, and that was the Making the Circles event uh, game, I mean. Um, and I was racking up the points pretty quickly because of the circles early on, but that's because I knew once he sort of got stuck into me, I wouldn't have much um, to answer for, and he'd be then, like, racking up the VP against me. So he um, ended up winning that one. And it was between both Darcy and Jay for who had the most points for the best loyalists, I believe. I think Jay beat Darcy by one or two type thing. So I like to think that I, I helped both of them. I was like, you know, a, a good litmus test against them both for how many points they could rack up against me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, like I had a great time overall. Um, plenty of adult beverages were responsibly consumed. Uh, <laughs> and it's also just good to see everyone and get away and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a bloody great weekend. Um yeah, fantastic send off. Awesome weekend because we've said sure. like a minute walk around the corner. Oh, I do just want to quickly say uh, Pat did challenge me to a Mount Ararat 2.0. Oh, really? I just want to clarify when the Thunder Warriors weren't being ambushed, they fucked on the custodies. 
<laughs> you mean when they weren't shooting them in the back? Weren't getting shot in the back, and my pack of Thunder Warriors went against a pack of custodies with shields and Veldor, and uh, they fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the tattered prince got in and fucking thwacked a bunch of them dead in one shot, and then Veldar just got dragged down like the bitch he is. So yeah, just touch on that quickly. Good. I do have to shout out your propaganda that you'd laid via airdrop on all the tables before the event began, because there are all these Soviet-esque tattered prints, call to arms, and you know all, things printed out on all the tables. And uh, I don't think a lot of people sort of registered that they were from you rather than from the event or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> people were confused. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. That's fantastic. But uh, that makes people me like a, what's yeah, because we were just going, like, what's this for? I was like, oh, that's for Nick Sound. They're like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, 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 go have a look. They're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. They, they saw the theming on, on your board, like, you know, on your display board of all the um, the propaganda and stuff. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I did hear a couple of people, like, totally confused, like, oh, what, what's, what's this for? Oh, I'm very glad that had that effect. Boom. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. All right, just got an upset kid, guys. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Sorry. Keep going. No worries. No oh, now I can talk about him again. Well, uh, we kind of glossed over it. I think, Corey, mate, you need to tell us what happened with that garage, all that build-up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, look. How, uh, how go, so now we're jumping back to uh, Vaults of Interroga. So, look, there's been nearly, there was 18 months build-up between the grudge between Adam and I. Um, we got together, game one. We exchanged, we didn't really exchange, but um, I had some custom shirts made up for us. Um <laughs> To celebrate the event, so I think it was a fine piece of work. They were, um... Paint a picture with your words for the... Uh, so everyone who's a Game of Thrones uh, fan will remember the scene of... Now I'm going to have to remember the names. I don't remember the guys. Carl Drogo. Carl Drogo mounting um, Daenerys from behind, um, <laughs> which I then changed Daenerys's face to Adam's face and Carl Drogo's to mine um, and put that on a shirt for us and I think it, I can't remember what it's there. I put it up there so I think it was like Grudge Fest 2001 but I had to cross out the one and put a two there instead because of the change of dates um, right. so Adam got one and I got one now my one fitted really well um, I thought Adam <laughs> was going to be was going to need a medium um, I forgot that Adam's actually quite a tall guy so he was a bit tight the unfortunate situation was we then uh, had a bet that the loser would have to wear the tight shirt for the weekend. <laughs> and look, uh, I don't. Someone really, didn't wear an undershirt, did they? I don't think anyone really, you know, I was clearly the underdog going into this event um, against Adam, and I think I performed admirably. Yeah. Um, I lost 17 nil. Um, Could have been worse. Through him. Um, and I think, I look, at. You know, uh, how did we play? What did we play? What was the first game? It was you trying to, to get off, you had to get off the, the board. Yeah, right. you had to get off the exit. You had to get off the. You had to get get off the board, which was fine. So I, <laughs> I think the last podcast I went on a bit of a um, low self esteem rant about how I'm really dumb and how I'm really dumb at this game and how I do dumb things, and I did a lot of dumb things. I. Yeah. <laughs> I won the choice. I, I won the roll off, and I chose to deploy first for some dumbass reason, as opposed to letting Adam deploy first and seeing where he put stuff and then responding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the first three turns, I just played so 
like conservatively and i think that that just really hurt me like i was just pussyfooting around i was just like moving my assault marines up six to keep them in like cover and i didn't really move my land raiders forward and i just paid the price for it like i moved them up and then just create a little bit of space behind me in this leviathan so not just walked on the board behind them um but like adam and i talked about the end I, I just really i needed to hassle him early i need to push harder um especially like with three 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 land raiders full of um Immortals, I needed to get up there and just start hassling him and making more of a concept of it. And I just fucking played it. I just got in my own head as I tend to do when I'm playing against people who are better than myself. Um, and I pussyfooted around a little bit. Um, yeah. and it just cost me thing. I think that's what we both said at the end of it. But Adam was awesome. Like it was a great game. I, you know, it was great to play Adam. It was great. It's it's always good when you play those types of players and you can walk away learning more about the game and learning more about how you should do things. Sadly, what you said behind closed doors, man. Yeah, I know. I was really fucking annoyed at losing. I was annoyed at losing, <laughs> but you know, it was good to it was good to walk away and, and have some things to take away for the next Horus Heresy 1.0 event, and then they blew the Horus Heresy up 1.0 up pretty much straight after. So that was good. Um, but you know, it was some things to take away for the 2.0. Um, Adam was great. It was it was awesome. It was the first time playing him and playing his army. Um, and it's you know it's the same thing as whenever I play you know I play Indy Core and all this stuff. I was like, yep, you guys are like two levels above me or more. Um, but it's good to walk oh, away yeah. having picked picked some things up and knowing oh that's how good players play. So that's probably something I should try and do. Um, and then Adam and you know I had a bit of a chat afterwards and. Over the last couple of over the other couple of days, following it about list building and, and how he approaches it, it was really cool to listen to him about how, you know, he has five sort of check things he likes to check off with regards to things to, to make sure he's able to combat and do and all this type of stuff, and it just puts it into this perspective as opposed to me. He's like, cool, fucking thirty iron uh, immortals in land raiders sounds sick. Um, maybe I should get five land raiders in there instead. Um, yeah. Type thing. So. That's where I'm now having fun with 2.0 and list building. It's like, cool, let's try and make something that's fun and I enjoy it. Because I think that's the thing. I don't want to, and now I'm segueing, but I like, I can see and I can already see like some of the posts and some of the things other people and stuff like that. It's just like there is going to be that race to just beat the shit out of other people with their list. And yeah, I don't want to lose. Yeah. I don't want to lose my general nature, which is to really have a bit of fun with it and do something that I think is cool and, and interesting in that. But I do want to do something that's also competitive. Like I don't want to get fucking tabled every game. No. Um, so that's where I'm having a lot of fun at the moment, just putting some lists together. Um, as I said at the start, like I'm looking at running a trader Blood Angels list, which is really cool. It's really interesting to think about and, and think about different ways that I can build this list to be effective but something that i mean really want to do and really want to enjoy playing um that's where it's like things like you know i'd be really sick fucking some little hordes of despoilers just you know rav like these bloodthirsty fucking blood angel despoilers just just wanting to go and ravage people um, will be cool but also potentially effective so we'll see how that goes <laughs> can't wait to see it man yeah, it's going to be sick. I haven't painted red. Um, you know, I think red's an underrepresented colour. I don't think many people do it well. Um, so <laughs> it'll be... I might candy them, to be oh, honest. Um, Give it a go, mate. We've never seen that. You know. I've, yeah, I, show I, us I, how it's done. Like, set I a might, standard. No, nah, no. Nah, I might ask Lucky Bryce, because he's done some really good candy Thousand Suns. Um, oh, they were incredible. So 
I might ask him how he sort of did that and then see if I can try and emulate something close to that level because honestly, they're like the best thing that I've ever seen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Gorgeous. I know Pat's weirdly doing almost candy red uh, word bearers. Um, That's how people do you, apparently. Yeah. Which that would be cool. Like he's, I uh, now we're just segue hard. He's um. Should we uh, should we have a quick music break for people, oh, and uh, right. and then we can tag out and talk about two point Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right.
So oh, after that, yeah. insert song name here. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about a 2.0. Um, so I suppose what, as of today, just myself and Jermaine have managed to squeeze in a um, a game of it. Um, I've, and, I've had one as well. I ha- how'd you find it before uh, me and Jermaine delve in? Um, to be fair, I was playing against two guys because I was going to play one of them, but then the other guy's opponent didn't turn up, so they just jumped it together as one army and I played the two of them. But both of them were new to heresy in general, so I don't think my game would have been as useful because I was spending a lot of time helping them. But again, I may be... Uh, I preface it then with this is my first 2.0, obviously, so I may be teaching you things that aren't quite right. But, um, but yeah, the thing I was trying to focus on for myself the most was like reactions and figuring them out and actually like remembering like oh shit yeah you can actually do something about that so because i had like hit um i had my alpha legion versus half space wolves half custodes only um and so the space wolves had a spartan full of uh vengri terminators or whatever they're called just trying to charge yeah just trying to charge a shit out of me the entire time um so happily i blew those up with javelins um and so they had to foot slog it but then i was like oh shit yeah i've got a movement reaction right so he tries to charge at me i can back it off a bit to make that charge harder and i was able to just like tease it out for i think three turns and because of that i was able to use my dreadnoughts just to put mass fire on them so they never actually got in combat with me and one of the weird things was i did have a combat on the other side of the table with um his uh chaplain and one of the, the, the you know space wolf units, I can't remember which one. One one in like just normal armor. Um, so I jumped my character out and attacked with the character, and we had a challenge going on. And so I, I think the first round we actually drew because neither of us knocked each other out. Neither of our characters knocked each other out. But then his rest, his big unit of like, you know, however many the rest of them couldn't lay into him and stuff like that. So it was a bit sort of weird, but like, you know. I think, you know, I'm sure there's lots of mistakes we made and stuff like that because they're still learning in general and I'm, you know, I'm not the most, I'm not the best at, you know, 1.0, let alone 2.0. But, um, yeah, so I found the reactions did add sort of more depth to it in terms of, like, it, it's not alternating actions, obviously, but it's more, it's bringing a flavour of that in. Um, so, yeah, so it was just sort of more, more shit to juggle, juggle in the head. Um, the, the psychic phase was easier because he actually had uh, it is weapons um, powers. Yeah, so he, get, he kept giving them shrouded, which was a pain in the butt because it kept him alive for a lot longer. But uh, <laughs> but um, psychic test three up shrouded, which is nuts. Yeah, which is amazing. Um, and even if he failed, they still got a fiber. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it so far. Like I'd have to play a fair bit more to actually have a decent idea of the game and, and a bit, but so far, like you know. It, it feels much more similar to 1.0 than, you know, any other game system I've played type stuff. So that's still positive because I enjoyed 1.0. I'd say the newbies are probably better off than us because um I definitely found... Oh, definitely. Main today, like, there is so much shit. It's like, oh, you know, like, there's minutiae of differences between mm. 1.0 mm. and 2.0, but they're not glaring, so you miss them quite easily. Yeah. Well, you miss even the glaring ones, like... Um, so yeah, it was, um, definitely, definitely a different beast, but same, same, but different. To yeah. Quote a brilliant movie. 
like so how did our game go um Jermaine, so to, to clarify for our game i was using the community rules that i've whipped up for black shields and Lutheran cults just to um get people across the line while g-dub i don't know continue to ostracize and alienate a quarter of their 30k fan base mm-hmm. <laughs> so to clarify those were just direct ports essentially from their um 1.0 in you know in god i've got a mental blank incarnations incarnations oh fuck i don't know yeah incarnations thank you either or just meant brain game after a second um so yeah they're just direct ports um with a little bit of massaging here and there for certain units um so you know whether it's changed their weapons to be weapons or change um special rules and stuff to make them in line with whatever their equivalent uh, things are so like for instance the snipers they got the skirmish rule same as the starters snipers and they got sniper rifles which were just I made them one less good than the nemesis bolters in every way so nemesis bolters strength 5 AV 5 mm-hmm. instantly rending 5 up pinning sniper heavy 1 for these and 72 inch range those were 60 range strength 4 AP 6 rending 6 up you know what I mean sort of just knock down 1 um, yeah. everything that sort of flavor of stuff, and um, also was black shields, which is um, I directly ported across from the black shield rules and just put limitations on um, again, massaged it to be a bit more suitable for 2.0. So, like for instance, like Kamira, which I use the Thunder Warriors, they would normally be no running and negative one to sweeping advances, and I changed that to negative one movement, um, and no sweeping advances. And I think it was negative one initiative on all um, movement reactions, um, just to represent sort of them being slower. And there was different ones for all the different brought by wars. Um, so yeah, just to clarify, so the stuff from our game does have community rules rubbing around in there, just so we can actually use some shit. Yeah. Just just yeah. before you go on, mate, if if people are interested, where can I, where have you posted those community rules? Get you by community rules. I'm in the um in the post. The, uh, the post. If you jump on Crusade and Heresy, which seems to probably be the go-to Heresy Facebook group at the moment, um, just search, um, I think I called it Liber Obscurus. Um, it'll be rattling around. You'll see it. It looks like a knocked-off version of the GW stuff. Um, but yeah, Liber Obscurus. And I'll put a uh, you know, link in the um, show notes just if anyone wants to get a hold of it. Um, obviously, also look into the Liber Panoptica, which was by the guys over on the Age of Heresy Discord channel. But... Um, that's sort of recently been nuked by that uh the fucking travesty the G Dub released the other day. <laughs> but yes, um so I digress on the custom rules, etc. Hiss, you know, boo, whatever. Um but yes, how did you find it, Jermaine? Uh, I I thought the custom rules were okay, man. Like there was nothing that stood out as glaring. We talked over a few things that just didn't quite blend with two point So like for instance that uh Bunker bust around on the Medusas, which is turned into a single twinling shot instead yep. of a blast over, just to keep stuff in line and at worst, like be worse than what would probably come out. Ideally, if we can help it. Yeah, and I got um, um, I got notes if you wanted to know what we changed it to. I think it was one one shot twinling strength ten AP one with armor bane. Yep, instead of the blast. What is what we agreed on? Yeah, yeah, and that seems fine. It was just you know essentially a good last cannon shot or a. Uh, laser destroyer, similar to a laser destroyer shot. Um, yeah, that didn't didn't seem to blow, blow the bank. The just the Venator did all that work, but um, the game itself, how'd you find that? Um, like we were discussing, man, it was 
there were some things like do you remember the thing with the dreadnought where we just assumed it was shaken yeah like i'm like oh cool oh yeah roll to it to shake yep. man yep cool, no worries, yep, that cool. yeah i i think it's stuff like that we're gonna have to get used to because we had a conversation after the game um i was saying you know when we went from seventh to eighth it was such a departure Completely that it was yeah. it was kind of easier than this because some mm-hmm. of this stuff's just sort of a sideways shuffle um so I, I I found sort of old habits kind of creep in. Yep. Definitely. So um, it's those little little changes that you know do make quite a big difference. Um, are the ones that we're going to have to get used to. I think that's the challenge for us for sure. Yep. Unremembering shit or unlearning stuff, but then correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Spot on, man. Spot on. But. Overall, man, like really enjoyed it. Um, you know, like our discussion after the game, there was some, there were some things that we both really liked, and some things that we didn't like, and some things that were just a bit head head scratching kind of moments. Um, like for a That's while, we we're looking up the the zooming stuff. Oh yeah, so yeah, I've chucked yeah. it up on Chris. Seems like it's created the cloth and fuck planes, <laughs> but it says zooming flies can't kick off any reactions in the movement phase. So then it's semantics of. Um, to reserves move on in the movement phase. It's just a, it's a it's badly written rules. And after five playtests, well, you know, hmm. um, but yeah, there's some weird interactions and there's some stuff that doesn't quite. Would you say like gel logically, like the way the um the shooting reaction works? Yeah, because because Pat came around as well, um, just to watch for a bit. Um, and after the game, we're saying there's some rules there that they've changed. But almost feel like they haven't thought about what happens when this rule kind of interacts with this one, and yeah, um, and so on and so forth. So there were definitely a few instances like that. Um, in regards to the zooming thing, I I didn't mind that you can't sort of hit it once it comes on by zooming because that kind of makes sense to me. Like if something's moving that quickly, um, you really you shouldn't be able to hit it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree, but Interceptor at the same time was always there to be able to fight against planes. So it's, 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 I'd say we've they've just written the rule so badly that it is in this weird cul-de-sac at the moment. And I imagine if they FAQ it, it'll be no, you can intercept against moving zoomers, uh, zooming flyers, even if. I, I reckon they do this shit deliberately to sell their uh, chapter approved. Oh, if they start releasing, let's be honest. If they start releasing that for the heresy community, they're not getting bored. Some poor fuck will buy it, scan it, and we're done. Let's yeah. be perfect. <laughs> what are you saying, Nick? We're Australians. We'd never pirate anything. Yeah, dear God, we, we don't get the short end of the stick on all pricing, even on uh, you know, yeah. non-physical items. Hey, at least we're not New Zealand, all right? No, yeah, poor guys. Jesus poor Christ. bastards. Um, but yeah, there's certainly weird stuff. Like the... Yeah, I think reaction is going to be interesting. It, worst, like, worst world scenario, like, and this is, I think, a problem for reactions and... But if you have a unit with an augury scanner, like, okay, so it's, it's a very perfect world scenario. So I just want to clarify that. So you would need to have, for this to happen, you need to have a unit that is, that, okay, so a unit could shoot up to 24 times, a single unit could shoot 24 times in a battle with reactions. Jeez. That would require, though, every turn that unit um, intercepts something gets shot by something, and then gets charged by something, and then it's its own turn. So just to clarify, it's a, the chance of the fuck all. But yeah. you could shoot with a single unit 24 times for no negatives. Because back in the day, Interceptor was fine. You either shot now or you shot later. And the benefit of shooting now 
was generally you might be able to kill that unit that's coming in or decimate it enough before it can act to stop it actually getting you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that was the payoff. So I'm going to shoot now, try to stop it getting me, and then I'm not going to shoot next turn. I'll go charge next turn or I'll do whatever. But Interceptor now is just a free shot. It doesn't show up next turn shooting. So it's uh, it could be pretty... Right. Yeah, and it doesn't... So Interceptor... Interceptor never had a range, um, but all Grease Scanners used to have an 18-inch range, and now they don't have a range. It's just line of sight. Jesus. Cool. Anything moving on from reserve. And with the all Grease Scanners... The all Grease Scanners are my bugbear so far. They're just fucking dumb. Um, also, it doesn't use any of your reaction allotment if you intercept with an all Grease Scanner. Okay, yeah, so there's no reason to never not take one. 10 points. So if you've got three yeah. heavy weapons, allows cannons, and someone outflanks their land raider, that land raider for not using any reactions. Shit. Yeah. Um, also, the augury scanner neuters a lot of the night fight. Like, so night fights, obviously. So the <laughs> night fight is good. It's like almost there. It's, I think it needed, as we were talking about, Jermaine, it still needed an element of stealth to it. So obviously night fight was what anything over twelve inches or eight inches got the stealth special rules so plus one cover save. Night fight now is neg one blue six so cool. You know, everyone's freaked out, it's night time. It's also you can't target anything outside of twenty four inches. Also really cool. But that's it. There's no shrouded, there's no levels to that twenty four, it's just this black curtain at twenty four inches that you can't see past, you know what I mean? Oh right. Yeah, but an augury scanner it makes you ignore that twenty-four inch range limitation and stop stuff in infiltrating within eighteen inches. And infiltrate just got shorter. So infiltrate, I think, was was it nine out of line of sight and twelve within line of sight, Jermaine? I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I, I was I was so weirded out when I go, oh, are you going to take your night fighting save against that? I looked it up and like there is none. I was so tripped out by that. Right. It's just that 24 inch can't see anything yeah. or can't see everything. Um, and don't get me wrong, 24 inches are pretty limiting. I think the 6th edition was one of the best night fights, I think. It was like you could see 24 inches, but after 12, you had stealth. And after, you know, like it got harder. So it was like there was gradings almost. Yeah, stacked, right? Yeah, exactly. And they could have easily done that. They could have went, you know, 0 to 12 inches or, you know, 6 to 12 inches, you get shrouded 6 plus. Um, you know, 12 to 18 inches, you get shrouded um, 5 plus, and then 18 to 24, you get shrouded 4 plus, and then you just can't target it. That would have been good, you know, variable, um, you know, darkness based on how far away you were. Um, but yeah, the augury scanner ignores that 24 inch limitation as well, and it fucks with infiltrate all for 10 points. It's just, it's, it's a fucking it's bark, and it's like a jack of all trades almost. Yeah, it's, it's why wouldn't you? Well, it's going to be like, a lot more of those sort of armies as well with the, the wider appeal of 2.0, well, I guess. And I think that's what like, Jermaine touched on as well. They've added these new cool rules, but then they've added stuff to immediately counteract them so you don't use them. So okay. obviously we've got the new Outflank, Assault, Deep Strike, Assault. They're the two new ones. Yeah, Deep Strike, Assault, and Outflank, Assault. So instead of, you know, you Outflank, your reserves come in from left or right. Outflank, um, Assault now, you, and it's a lot harder to get Outflank, but you put a token anywhere on the board, um, and I think you say a turn that they come on, and the models come on that turn, and they can charge. So you can like um, outflank into the enemy's backline and then charge on that turn. 
So super powerful, amazing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now you've got interceptor everywhere. So it's like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's good there's a counter acting thing, but Jesus. Same with deep strike assaults. You can deep strike in, but then there's no things that stop you scattering too bad with your deep strikes and stuff. They've removed a lot of that. But then Nevada didn't. Yeah, it's just, it's weird swings and roundabouts from what I've seen so far in the rules. Like just. Just why? Why? Sort of. Yeah, it's just like, and the wording is just, it kills me. I'm sorry. The wording just kills me. As we touched on earlier, Jesus Christ. It's so <laughs> mouthy. So many of the explanations are so mouthy. Like, the, um, the book became quite unwieldy. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. oh my god, those everyone's like, you know, it's great. We get one book. You don't have to bring. One. I would rather six books that I can easily negotiate. Like, yeah. So the oh the rule book. Oh my god. So all right. I think especially you know, like a big release. <laughs> the rule book's nice. Like we had the Age of Darkness Red Book, which was great, and it was just it was really just rules. It was a little bit of fluff, but it was rules, and it was a great you know, gaming tool, you know what I mean? And obviously this new rule book we've got has got the fluff, like a proper release rule book, you know, like any of your Age of Sigmar 40k ones got fluff. You got rules about four pages in 40k, but that's fine. Um, but what they've done in this is so, you know, back in the the old the, the 7.5 edition rule book, you know, you had your, your warlord traits, which led directly into your starting a battle, which led directly into your missions. Between, so you got warlord traits, and then you got about 10 pages of army pitches, then you've got reserves, night fighting and stuff, and then another 10 pages of army pictures, and then you get to your missions. It's like, why Why would you put army pictures in between, like, the crunchy bits, especially, like, bits that people yeah. are going to get a lot? <laughs> um, so just just weird formatting choices. Yeah, and yeah. The Space Marine, like, the library book was pretty hard to chew through, hey, Jermaine? Oh, man, the, the weapons... Um, oh my god, yes. <laughs> the intersection that they were, yeah. man. Like I was <laughs> I was I was gonna go to the gym today. Didn't need to go to the gym because I had been like smashing through this twenty kilo book the whole day. <laughs> and there's no quick <laughs> reference at the back. So you know like in the other books you go to the back and it's got all your your stats. Like you know, like you, you know, like the, the old Your weapon uh, stats and your special you rules had, and had, well not even the special rules, but you just had like, you know, Vampire Lord movement, blah 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 blah. You know that like. Oh, just yeah, that nice little reference sheet. Okay. Yeah, nice little reference sheet. Go to the back. Okay, that's the weapons. That's the rules. Nah, nothing like that. So you have to go to the weird because the, yeah, the middle of nowhere in the book. In the middle of the book somewhere between the generic stuff and then all the Legion stuff. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, um, like go check a, a movement value for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It, it was. It was. <laughs> Yeah, it it was definitely a workout. Mm. Like Jermaine had already put a few of those little um poster note tags in the uh, book, which helped a lot. But um, still not enough. Still not enough. It's gonna look like a flower by the end of it. Still not enough. Um, Nick, should we tell them about the super useful reference sheet that came with the box? Oh my god, the reference sheet is fucking. Okay, so the reference sheet is what four pages you've got to wound chart on one, to hit chart on another. Cool, no worries. Um, then what else is it? Then it's got the it's got the reactions on one of the pages, right? But it doesn't have all the reactions on. It's got yeah. the reactions, so it's got, you know, uh, you know, move forward, move backwards, evade, shoot back, you know, uh, hold the line and uh, Overwatch. But it doesn't have like interceptor, and there's like a, a large variety of other 
they're technically advanced reactions, but they're generic, if that makes sense. They're not like the Legion ones. They're like things everyone has access to throughout the book. Yeah, like, right. like Death or Glory, that's now a reaction to getting rammed. Oh. Yeah, so that's a reaction to getting rammed. So, um, yeah, so there's a, there's a few other little reactions that, that are generic reactions. They just may be advanced, quote-unquote, reactions that aren't on the reaction sheet. So you're not necessarily always aware of. <laughs> yeah, the reference sheet that we used zero times. Yes, because <laughs> I know what a chart looks like, and I know what a bullet system chart looks like, and I know what a wound chart looks like. Should we it should we talk fun. about the things that we did like? <laughs> I'm yeah, saying yeah, the gist of getting right. so far, boys, and my militia have got no fucking hope whatsoever. <laughs> it's the movement characteristics I fucking love. I love yeah, very and it's and it stops vehicles just being sort of samey so like it's really I think it's fantastic it's so cool is you disembark at half the vehicle's movement not six inches not a flat six inches it's okay. half so it means if you've got like for instance like I had the Storm Eagle I could move up to nine inches because it's an 18 inch move I can move up to nine inches and then disembark my guys but if you have something that's like massive and heavy and slow, like a super heavy or something that might be 10 inches, you can only sort the forward five. You know, rhinos can charge oh, okay. up the can bail guys out. You know what I mean? So it actually, it's really cool in the sense that movement plays such a pivotal role now as opposed to just being brackets of six. Like rhinos moving 14 were nuts. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That was awesome. Um, even though it did not benefit me... <laughs> One of the no. things that I liked was the old um, Eagles Exploding Matters now. Oh, my it's God. So yeah, good. Oh, so much better. So, yeah, obviously, back in the day, your vehicles would explode. It was strength for you. Like, yeah, okay, bro. Yeah, well, you know, you might throw a couple of wounds through. It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ, is it punishing um, today, oof. man? Blew up the land raider. How many... Um, uh, uh, took out three suzerain. Yeah, three suzerain. Three, man. Yeah. All three on the, to get three uh, the and then table. two wounds are popped those boys yep so the strength there just came and instant killed them absolutely crazy but like and like one I think something blew up and it like glanced the rhino and shit like <sighs> shook the rhino and all that sort of stuff so it's like parking lots kind of need to worry out like you're not going to be instant killing vehicles you know blowing up a parking lot but you know if you blow up three vehicles and they'll glance each other like <laughs> you know what I mean it's actually a legitimate threat now which was actually really good to see you know what I mean like, yeah because it was like, oh, who fucking cares? You know, I, I, I just thought it was really cool how, you know, like now when you disembark, say from that assault land raider, now yep. you want to get the fuck away from that land raider because, you know, if you don't, um, yeah, there's a chance it's literally going to blow up in your face. <laughs> and it also made me make a hard decision. I'm like, I really want that land raider dead because it's going to shoot me, but I've got my guys now sitting around your Caesarans. And if it explodes, it's going to clip all my guys as well. Yep. yep. Uh, which you managed to avoid because it only blew up three I inches. I blew, it was beautiful. It hit every one of your guys and just mine. It was... So, <laughs> um, that was really good. I love the explosion matter. Um, that was another great takeaway. Yeah, that was cool. Also love the removal of Lookout Sir and all that dumb shit. Mm, yeah, that was nice. Oh, oh, that was so good. Just Lookout Sir is such a gamey part of it. People can say it was tactical. Yeah, true. That artistic sergeant at the front and eating all the shots until he died was just boring and gamey as shit. You know what I mean? Like, 
and like having to hide your special weapons a couple of guys back and it just well because it also effectively made a three up unit uh, almost as good as yeah almost as good as a terminator unit whatever and particularly if you then also had an apothecary in the unit that sergeant's going to take a hell of a long time to die and that unit's still fighting at full combat efficiency you know yeah, like you, you get an AP3 flamer and then you're like, oh, I'm going to roast these Marines and the frick saves like eight out of the ten saves. Like, oh, great. You know what I mean? Like, cool. Um, so, yeah, the, the complete removal of lookouts there is good. And also, Patrick is very upset about it, but you can't do the stupid, I'm going to bounce wounds around between multi-wounds models. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say you shot at a unit of Terminators and you got, you know, the, the controlling player's like, oh, you know, Steve at the back left is going to take that wound because he doesn't have a special weapon. Um, cool, yep, he takes it, and another round of shooting comes in, the wounds have to start on the already wounded model. So you can't just sort of bounce them one for one. Like, I think it was like 5th edition um, 40k, where they, like, the knob units were bullshit, like... Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. You give one a an axe, you give one a, a pistol, you give one a gun. Yeah, yeah, because they're all, yeah, so it stops any of that shenanigans. Now, if something's wounded, it takes the wounds first, but that's going to be an interesting problem. So what happens when I shoot at a unit with a blast? Let's say a unit of Terminators with a blast. I hit five of the Terminators. I wound five of them. Does that pip each guy for a point, or does it murder two and a half? Murders two and a half is my understanding of it. Okay, that's interesting. I, I don't know if I love that necessarily. Because I think, I think the way – I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think the way it's worded is once you start taking wounds on one, minute, on one miniature, that one has to keep taking wounds until it's dead and you can select a new one. So that pretty much means, so blasts aren't like a blast in like the sense you can hit everyone. They're just a, a hit generating device at this point in time. Kind of. Yeah, if that makes sense. Because, yeah, you're not actually hitting the individual models. You're just creating no. Which is fine. Again, I, it doesn't work necessarily as coolly as it used to, but at least it stops, you know, you know a blast kind of being useless on multi-wound models because it's like, well, okay, they all just got a little bit hurt and that's it. Um, but yeah, I think getting rid of that gaming mechanic and snipers are a big thing now. And the overall drop in leadership, I really like as well. It actually brings leadership back to the game, especially during night flight. Cool. That's right, because we're at a neg one. Yeah, yeah, that was neg nice. one. Um, so yeah, like if you snipe, like uh, what is it? The Legion Vigilator gives shell shock one to a sniper rifle. He like hits on a two, rerolling wounds on a two, reroll rends on a two, rerolling. If you plink a sergeant at night with a vigilator console i think you're taking a pinning test on the marines on like a five or a four <laughs> so like it's morale is actually going to matter again which i think is fantastic um i also like the weapon skill um the weapon skill matters more now i don't know if weapon skill five was enough to make everything four hit on fives if it makes sense like it might have been that makes it makes your elite trips actually good more defensive troops yeah yeah but it's it's also there's a lot of weapon skill five out there so it's like it's you know will that like i'm not sure about that maybe it should have been two above to get to a five i'm not sure exactly but yeah but i do enjoy it mattering more and i like that you can hit shit on a two plus like primarchs you know should be curb stomping militia mooks on twos they should not they should just be absolutely ravaging them um so I think the weapon skill chart is a good change. I'm just not sure if it should have started at one above. Um, but that's something that will come out in the wash as well. 
Um, but yeah, I think there's a. Would you got any other good positives, Jermaine? Um, because I'm a big fan of dreads. Like, obviously, I do yeah. like that to, to the dread. Like, I like, you know, I've always liked dreads. Um, so I thought that was really cool, man. Um, because yeah, they were tough, man. Like, seven wounds, that two up. Um, yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna take be, a bit to chew through. I reckon they're gonna be a not, not to be like a better definer, but they're gonna be pretty hard to work with, especially 1.0 armies. Just because seven wounds, two up armor save, five up invuln save. Like, unless you're hurling a couple of, like, even I think a fully tooled 10 man Laz Cannon squad's not going to kill a dread in one round of shooting. Jeez. Which is a terrifying prospect when you think about it. Yeah. That'd be similar points cost, but that dread would probably survive it. So, what, you're going to drop three shots? So, unless the dread, and then you're going to, you're going to, Drop yeah, so you're gonna drop what say caught two shots shooting at them, so you're gonna hit eight times, you're gonna wound seven times. So unless the dread can pull off like unless the dread fails all seven five up saves, which can happen, like Jermaine, that yeah. will happen to you. Um yes. but like it, it's very unlikely for you to be able to kill it with that many Les Cannons. But any vehicle copying that letting that many Les Cannons probably can be fine. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so I think they're going to be very, very, very tough. I'm not sure. We'll find out if they're going to be too tough or not. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think people are looking at Graviton guns now and Haywire and all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, I think Dreads are where they should have always been as a monstrous creature instead of a vehicle. Um, but they are now much better than the Mechanicum's monstrous creatures by a huge margin. Because they were yeah, pretty nice as well. So do you think they'll bring up the Mechanicum ones to something well, similar? Or they're just going for something different? Or... This is the issue, I think, that we're going to see. And I think I've got a bad feeling that GW actually don't have any fucking idea what they're going to do with, um, you know, your human troops. Because, okay, yeah, that one difference in weapon skill, which is going to be pretty standard across human mooks versus marine mooks. Oh, they're going to get cut down like mothers. So they're going to be hitting on fives, wounding on fives. And they're going to, what, are they going to be the same leadership, which is now pretty low, or they're lower? They're just all going to be running constantly as well, like, so that's when yeah. I when I did mm. the um the rules for militia and cult, I popped them all down a leadership like all the marines copped, and shit just doesn't reform. Like you know, yeah, what a leadership five if you lose your sergeant on most human troops by the logic of the marine sort of debuffs. Um, so I just don't know how any of that's going to work, and with the removal of like um going to ground because that was a way you keep militia alive, like put them in a building, go to ground, done. They're on a you know four or three up cover save. You've now got five up is generally your best cover save, and you can no longer go to ground. So I yeah, okay. Like going to keep human troops alive. Like everything's went to AP four, which is cool. Marines can survive, but then AP four is blasting solar rocks off the board. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm just it's yep. Thirty k is a marine versus marine game. Fat fat fat. Whatever you want to say. But it's just, I don't know how the, the roll down is going to work on all the other troops, including Mechanicum. And then Custodies, because Custodies are going to have to be better, better than Marines. That creates a yeah. bigger divide between your Mook Hordes and your Custodies. As I said, um, I, I don't mind the gameplay changes, or the ones that we've talked about. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how it all rattles out. Um, not sure where it's going to land on that front. But I, for one, am excited about 2.0. Um, 
of starting some wolves and some solar ops. So I'll probably need to make some. Yeah, it's weird there. having you building marines. Well, yeah, I'm really, I'm very resistant to it, but they're going to be very different space wolves to most space wolves, I think. No, yeah. Well, you, you, no, you wouldn't be able to use something out of the box, obviously. Oh, God, I've got, to, I've got to rewrite something, some fluff and use something. Yeah. <laughs> got to justify some BS somehow. Just saying that, you know, uh, Dreadnoughts now have a wounds profile. Maybe they could be Deep Wolf or something. Who knows? <laughs> I liked, um, Nick, that I could take the Arcus and no longer feel like a monster. <laughs> like it's good but i like the fact that i can take the arcus because i like that model and not feel like the world's biggest piece of shit it's still what is it uh still five uh five shots uh strength eight ap2 um twin links so it's not terrible <laughs> no but it but now at least it's not the you stay still you can fire twice yeah, I don't know. Would you rather... F yeah, you still... Yeah, we're, we're talking about this. You would rather double or, you know, a larger amount of shots than twin links, generally. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's always better, yeah. yeah. Um, ceiling of damage. Like what they did with the Thunderbolt, they turned twin linked off everything. Now it shoots eight auto cannon rounds into a Actually, I've got a note here, Nick. That's going to take a bit to get around. Some of these new weapons and weapon names and, like... Oh, very good point. Things yes. that are not twin linked anymore and things that are strangely twin linked now as we're going through some of the weapons multi-melters are now naturally twin linked what yep because they've decided it's got two barrels that means it's twin linked i'm like oh you're full of shit pat we'll look at what oh okay that's, that's a okay no worries interesting so that was a weird one to whip out all of a sudden but um, yeah, you're right, Jermaine. Like we were looking, we're trying to figure out which weapons are which, and it's 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 turned into that weird, like ridiculous naming convention. So like, and I'm sure it all will make sense in a couple of months. But like, so you've got, so for instance, let's look at las cannons. Okay, so you've got a las cannon, a gravis las cannon, or a las cannon array. Now, a gravis las cannon is heavy two sunder. A las cannon array is heavy two twin link sunder. Um, but some weapons, some vehicles have a twin-linked las cannon as opposed to a gravis las cannon. Now, a gravis las cannon is what you now get on dreadnoughts, which were always twin-linked las cannons. But just because the dreadnoughts twin-linked las cannons move to gravis las cannons doesn't mean that twin-linked las cannons don't exist where they used to anyway. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, so what else have you got? Like I think the bolt, the heavy bolter is weird now. Uh, what is it? Heavy bolter, bolt weapon. You've got a heavy bolter. Yeah, no worries. It's now heavy four. Cool. Extra shot. Don't hate it. Then you've got a gravest bolt cannon, which is heavy six and twin linked and 48 range. Like, it's just these, these weird things that have sort of existed as um, things forever that are now completely different. And it's just, it's just going to take a lot of time to get our head around it. But there's yeah. also the gravest one's probably the weirdest one. I, I I think it'll help too, Nick. Like once we do like reference sheets for the things that rerun, so we're not going yeah. through this. Book. Yeah. Well, honestly, if this book just had at the, at the back of the thing, and it could be broken into melter weapons, missile weapons stuff, but just that across two pages, no issue. Yeah. No issue at all. Yep. But it's it's across like eight to ten pages. So it's like, okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 11 pages for all these starting weapons. 
And, and it's not just me that feels like they're in the world's most cumbersome spot. No, I found it super difficult during our game because we're flipping through, you know, the one um, main rule book and one Lieber, um, you know, Hestart, uh, Hereticus, whatever it was. And, yeah, I found, like, once we found the weapons, one of them, I'm like, can we just, like, leave it on that one because that's the one we're going to use almost the most in this book. And it had no – there's no logical way to find it or, you know, like it wasn't like, oh, right, the start of a section or – had it summed up at the back of the book like they used to type stuff. So, yeah, I, I 100% agree. It's just smacked in the middle there. It's a weird one. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those things. Once, As you said, once we get some uh, reference sheets out there or people will let out great, excellent ones, um, it'll be fine. And same with unit stats because there's so much to look on unit stats nowadays. It's just one mm. reloading edition so we don't know everything off the top of our head. But when you've got to sort of go back and go, oh, shit, well, what's the movement on a land raider versus the movement on a saber versus the movement on a line? It's not just flat twelve. And again, these are just all learning things. Um, mm-hmm. but yes. Yeah. They need it in the back of the book. I don't need all the rules. Just give me a flat line. So, you know, the Legion Bellblade's just got a line with its movement, closest to front side, rear armor, HP, and transport capacity. That's all I need. Just a basic stat line in the back. If, um, yeah, so if 30K is going to borrow one thing from 40K, um, 40K did come out with just their rule book, but in like an A3 kind of format. Yep. yep. Um, that would be nice. That'll be... That would be great. Yep. A little a carryable. Be nice. So many people still in uh, 30K 1.0 still use the old 7th edition A3 book. Even okay. I saw one at PE, yeah. Very slight, like Interceptor, no longer gate. Like there was slight rule differences which didn't make it quite right, but at the same time it was better than lugging the big red book around. So, yeah, I think that'd be great if they had a, a, a gamer's edition, if you will. Oh, that'd be sick. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really hoping, man. I'm really hoping. Yeah, so I'm, I, th- I think we've got good things coming up for... If not, um, we'll hit up Officeworks. Once all the, yeah, once all the yeah. UK people come in, spend all the money, break some lists, realise that's, you know, not what we do here, or, or not as much anyway, um, then we'll be, we'll be laughing. We'll be in a good spot, I reckon. Hmm. Yep. Well, no, I still really enjoyed my plasma bikes, man. Today. Oh, great. I think yeah, I still really enjoyed them, man. Plasma's in a very safe spot because if it gets hot now, it drags across its AP. Mm-hmm. So the disintegrator pistols, you know, I did a couple of wounds to myself with the disintegrator rifles on the nullificators. Oh, my God, that was great. Um, but plasma, you're safe from your own AP because breaching doesn't kick off till the wound. And if you've rolled, it gets hot. You're not going oh, to yeah. So the breaching doesn't kick off. So yeah, you can fire your plasma all day with your marines, and you're still getting your three up safe, which is kind of cool. I wonder if that was it. That was like one of the intentions of, of changing that way that worked. Uh, I'm not going to go out <laughs> and smart stuff. Probably wasn't intentional. It was just like a happy accident. Hey, <laughs> so, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take the happy accident. It worked well. But then again, you look at auxiliary if they run any plasma guns. Game over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> And it may cause instant death. I wonder if the strength comes across because we're instant death humans. Um, but yeah, so I think that's really cool. Puts plasma in a good spot on Marines um, because, yeah, they're, they're safe from they get, well, not safe, but they're not copying AP2 when they get hot shots. Which is yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I think that's um, that's a cool change. Yeah, your bikes did good. I cavalry yeah. really quick now as well. Um, there's a lot of stat changes, I suppose, I disagree with, and it could be them just trying to do a new edition, but the fact that bikes are now one wound toughness for is such a weird removal of what bikes have always and forever have been. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the, the old toughness five, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a bit bizarre. So there's some weird stuff there, like... Like, I get the Marine themselves are just as hardy as any other Marine, but they've got a giant fucking block of steel sitting in front of them, you know, on their engine, uh, you know, assumably. And, like, sometimes when you're shooting at them, you know, pretend we're in real world, you're shooting at the bike and blowing the bike up, and the bike's tougher than just a normal dude. So, yeah, it's a bit of a stranger on that one. Yeah, so I'm not sure where they've landed on a few of these, but um, by and large, it's all pretty good. Um, but yeah, there's some weird stat changes that they've changed, and I think people will dose on Coke and go, oh, no, it's clearly a balance choice. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of these choices were playing as, um, you know, provable as balance. I think some of them were just like, for instance, so the Dreadclaw drop pod lost the salt vehicle. So strange. Like, they're going to say it was deliberate, but it was almost certainly an accident. You know what I mean? Like, so. But it's well, it's like that pistols thing, you know, you can shoot with a pistol in charge, but then when you look at the diagram, you can't. And it's like, wait, what? The, the editing, I think, has been pretty fucking terrible. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of cool shit. I like the heavy unit. I like the unit subtypes. They're really cool. Uh, like corrupted or skirmish. Fine. Um, light line or i think that's a really cool way to differentiate yeah it's like and the movement's a great way to differentiate units um don't love that they've got a fucking entry for cataphracty praetor praetor tartarus praetor cataphracty command squad tartarus command squad power armor command squad cataphracty you know what i mean like oh my god yeah we never had an issue in the past don't don't do this to me um but yeah, I think by and large it's pretty good. Once we get some condensed version of the books, it's going to be much easier to play once we learn all our stats a bit better. Um, the Legends PDF, though, that thing is fucking... Oh. I don't think I've seen a worse thing than that. Ah, oh, not all bad. Oh, those... <laughs> it's so swing. I think if everything was bad, it wouldn't be as bad. <laughs> so you've got your full Mentaris Terminators, which have got a very valuable AP2 weapons with strength eight so they're shooting the arcus shots on terminator platforms for 275 points or you've got the macarius tank which is double its closest competitor of the kratos and significantly worse like, like that's that's the one that makes me giggle that one is rough as guts or that's one that makes me giggle the shadow oh, the shadow sword versus the felchin um which and sorry the, if, if felchin is the correct pronunciation it just reminds me of felching and <laughs> but, um, yeah, like the, you know, the Felchin is what it's always been, you know, the twin links volcano cannon, you know, AV 14 at the front, 13 on the side, 12, whole point, 650 points. Yep, that seems reasonable. The Shadow Swords, 850 points for a non twin linked um, volcano cannon. It doesn't have, you know, eight LAS cannons on the side, and its front armor is now 13 for whatever reason, for 200 points more. Like G Dub, we know G Dub rules stuff out of usability. Mm-hmm. We, we know that, you know, they did it with the Legends in 40k and shit, but this one has been pretty fucking blatant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, blatant. Yeah, like, it's, you know, don't buy a Macarius, buy the Kratos. Don't buy a Assault Ramp because it's now just a Cestus Assault because it can no longer ramp. And um, also they've taken away the, tra- the, the, the yeah, that's a, the special rule. Special rule that it always had that allowed it to just transport flat ten terminates. Cool. Ten things, yeah, ten, yeah. It, it ignores bulky, which I think was great because it also gave it a point of difference. 
exactly it. Yeah, it made it cool, but then, no. So, I'm looking forward to the game as a whole. I'm looking forward to a pretty big slew of the 2.0 changes. Um, I love the variables in a lot of the special rules. Um, like, you know, um, you know, breach X, rending X, murder strike X, you know what I mean? So you can differentiate. You got a few more points of differentiation yeah. of certain weapons, which is really cool. I just wish they, as I was saying to you, Jermaine, I wish they had unwieldy X. So instead of everything being unwieldy goes to actually one, it should have been you take a debuff to your initiative because a Praetor shouldn't be striking at the same speed as a human because they both have power fists. It makes no fucking sense. Um, but out, like I think they really should have added unwieldy X, but I do like all the the differentiation on the breaches, all that sort of shit. So that's kind of fun as well. Um, I'm trying to think of any other big rules changes that we were like, oh, that's cool. Psychic powers being simple, it's great. I look, actually, I want to try to run a psychic now. Um, well, now it yeah. doesn't seem as sort of um, high rolling, wieldy, and to yeah. like it, you know, like it doesn't like I painted up a librarian a while ago. Um, never filled him, just painted it up because I wanted to paint one up. But now I might actually just run it, man. Yeah, yeah. have a crack, see how he goes. Yeah, yeah man. Um, and yeah, the, a lot of the powers are cool. Yeah. <laughs> DJ that um shrouded power um, space wolves is really cool because you know stormy stuff hard to hit gotcha um so that's pretty cool it was super strong like it's good I'm not I'm not complaining about it but like yeah it was really good um oh, I did like the change to the allies chart as well so you get um four up to four troops as allies and two elites as well so the allies chart change is good um I don't think there's any other changes to the force or was there. Um, except the Primarch can be part of your primary detachment as opposed to its own Lord of War. Um, trying to think of any other big changes. Strafing, yeah, a lot of, you know, strafing around X, shrouded X, which I think are great. Sniper weapons just constantly being able to hit a unit's characters is great. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, it came in pretty nice today for you. Yeah, I kept yeah. like the. I reckon we're gonna see a lot of scout squads and um, or sorry, the whatever the power armored ones are that still have line. recon. Uh, yeah, recon squads because the scout squad doesn't have line, and yeah, that makes a difference. That seems dumb to me. <laughs> it seems like if anything, it could be the inverse. Surely the scouts would walk up and hold objectives early to bring reinforcements in. I don't know, um, but you know, I think the issue with a lot of the editing is like. Was that a design decision, or did someone just forget to put it in there? Mm. And I just don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, one thing I really liked as well is that um, it seems for most of the legions, they've got, you know, three warlord traits. One of them's traitor-specific, one of them's lawless-specific, which I think is, like, awesome that it's rewarding people for taking, you know, unusual alignments with their legion and stuff like that. And it also helps answer, because I know, like, a lot of, Newer players have been saying, "Oh, I want to do this, but I want them to be loyal." Oh, I want to do this, but I want them to be trader. And it's like, you know, obviously a lot of the community said, "Yeah, of course, go for it." But now here it is, sort of in Shrine of Rules. Yeah, here it is, and now you've got access to this um, one-off wall of And whether they're all great or terrible, I don't know. But I think that's cool that they've included that. Or like to just be a salty prick, they could have not aligned them, so you can do whatever you want anyway. Fuck, you're salty. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, 
you could have just had it either way. Like it's it's the warlord traits. I think having uh, legion warlord traits is great, but why force someone into being a trader to use X warlord trait or loyalist's Y warlord trait? Most of the very few units are like outside of you know um, what are the unique units are generally loyalist or um, trader outside obviously you're funky like your cacophony your gel warback those very specifically trader shit um was never sort of limited so yeah i'm not like it, that's neither here nor there um it's probably curbing people's ability while guiding people i suppose as well so it's you know it's probably a, it, it equals out if that makes sense mm-hmm. i think they could have done a lot more with warlord traits um i would have liked to see some a bit more fun than You've got three little warlord traits, and guess what? Each warlord trait will give you plus one reaction in A, B, or C. Yeah. Although Jermaine's was cool. Um, the what was it like the? Oh, the a- um. Or something? Oh. Uh, give me a sec. Let me grab the. Uh... Let me grab this thirty-five kilo book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a left to right jerking motion. Like don't, like, don't get me wrong, these books are really nice, but far out, man. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're heavy, they're heavy boys. I took them on a holiday with me, boys. and like, <laughs> fuck me. I put one in my backpack. I'm like, I can't put two of these, both of these in my backpack for the plane. I have to put one of them in, in the fucking storage. Uh, storage oh, shit. Like, holy You're shit. Like, um, to me, they're more designed to stay at home that you read when you're at home on the shelf because, yeah, they're not sort of, oh, I'm going off to go see the boys. Let's take, take my gaming books with me. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be... You print out your units like we always have. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be that, that type of scenario. You take your rule book and then you've got your army list with their rules and stuff like that type of thing printed out. Hey, but... man, hey man, you only need to take two books. Yes, they're the equivalent weight of the seven books you used to have. <laughs> but I like, you know, I, I, I like you say, like, I'm looking just at the Blood Angels Warlord traits and them being aligned one way or the other like it'd, it'd be cool like I, i'm just drawn to the thrill of the red thirst one which is the trader one i'm gonna run try to trade a blood angels anyway but even the loyalist one sounds like kind of cool for like a trader army because it's a um every time your warlord is in a combat and they're on the winning side of that combat um it bumps his fear up so he starts at fear one he can get to a maximum of fear four. Oh wow um, Jesus Christ. So, like, so just, could, just charge mooks early on to then scare everyone else off. Well, like you, you're just feeling like he's this he's this trader blood angel who's succumbed to the red thirst. He's just dripping in blood. That guy's pretty fearsome. I don't want to be in combat with him. Um, you know, and then he, uh, he gets to make an additional uh, reaction in the, the assault phase. But like then you look at the Thrall one, the Thrall of the Red Thirst, which is trader only. Again, that would be cool to have in, in a loyalist Blood Angel army because um, the warlord and any unit he's in when they make a charge, if they sorry, if they make a successful charge, and they put so much wording into this, it's fucking dumb. But effectively, if he and his unit make a charge, and it's not a disordered charge, the he and the unit gain two attacks on the charge instead of one attack. Um, which you know, it's just it's just a cool little cool little warlord trait that could work for both. Um, yeah. Well, I guess at the end of the like, if we're in narrative communities, and you go, hey, I want to run this warlord trait for the thing, and he's all he, he's my fifteen pages of Nick approved fluff with 
17 booklets and stuff like that. I don't think there's a lot of people are going to have a big problem with it. So quick one. So that all that like half a paragraph of words is what rage one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Read the whole <laughs> I know, right? Would you like me to read the whole thing? Like, if at the start oh, of a no. controlling player's charge sub phase, there are enemy en- there are any enemy units with at least one model within twelve inches of the warlord with this trait, or any model in the unit with this warlord has joined, and the warlord and any unit he has joined are eligible to make a charge, then the controlling player must declare a charge for the warlord and any unit he has joined targeting that enemy unit. If there is more than one potential target, then the warlord's controlling player may select. Whenever this warlord and any unit he has joined make a successful charge that's not disordered, the warlord and all other models in the unit the warlord has joined gain two plus attacks instead of the standard one plus attack granted for charging. Like, there's just so much that yeah. you should just cut that shit down. If they like, you know. Okay, in a turn with the model with a special rule charge into combat against number of attacks equal to the value of X for charging rather than one, a model that made a disordered charge this turn receives no benefit from rage. Just give him rage. Yeah. So what is it? Um, so if there it's is also a thematic calling it rage. Warlord or his unit, the unit must charge any of these units, and they gauge the range one special rule. That's it. One sentence. <laughs> maybe two. Maybe two if you weren't being a wordy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's probably the. As I said, I think the writers have tried to write their way around people being able to try to duck and weave, you know what I mean, through wording, but they've just made it worse by adding five times more words. So I've only got the play test in front of me, but okay, a warlord with this trait gains tier one special rule when the enemy army has the traitor allegiance, okay, whatever. Whenever a warlord with this trait is on the winning side of a combat in which the warlord was engaged, okay, so quick one, so how could he be not on the winning side of a combat if he wasn't engaged, but that's fine. Includes at least one model with the traitor allegiance, okay, he increases the value of his spear shot rule by one point. At the end of the assault phase in which the combat is won, the maximum fear four, for example, by the way. Yeah, it's just. It sounds almost like. Remember that Simpsons episode where um, Ned and Homer end up mowing their lawn, each other's lawn in their wife's Sunday dresses? Because it sounds like they're, they're saying you need to win it because a draw isn't good enough. So they're trying to avoid the situation where I didn't lose it, I drew it. So do I get the extra fear? And they Which they could have just easily said, you know. Three extra words, avoiding that situation, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's it's as it like it's a lot of wordy stuff in there, like so. What's the the wrath of angels advanced reaction? So you've got the boilerplate at the start, which all of them have. So you know, must be of legion. You get shrouded. You get shrouded plus five against a shooting attack, and then you can charge. That's it. Cool. Done. <laughs> That's all I needed to know. Yeah, I just some of the wording's weird. Um, it's pretty actually. You get you get charged, and the enemy can't make a reaction to that charge. Well, that's the thing as well because so where does this all work? So I was actually talking to Jermaine about it. Can I because obviously we can't jink anymore. Can I do a shrouded reaction against an interceptor shot? I I don't know enough at this point in time to be able to say. I guess what what phase are you allowed to do that reaction for the shrouded? Allows you to shoot like it's the shooting phase, so therefore you're getting shot at like it's the shooting phase. So therefore, can I make a shooting-based reaction in my own movement phase? Because you've interrupted, you know, like, see what I mean? Like, it's it's there's some weird interactions, but they haven't touched on any of that in their big wordy bits. This is why they should do like community testing. I feel like like actual community testing, not 
the seven people and a monkey that they had in a room that lived <laughs> Like, was the monkey the one writing it or he was the one playing the games? I don't know. I'm unsure at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> the monkey was weird. probably the one that's like, hey, this doesn't sound right. Yeah, and they all ignored him. <laughs> They're like, have a banana be quiet. Like, oh, okay. Whatever, you monkey. fucking chimp. <laughs> <laughs> So I've actually got a PhD in game theory. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to your event, Corey, to see how everything rattles out. I um I'm just hoping people aren't expecting me to be our help with rules because all <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of luck. Just tell them all to four up it. I was gonna say like everything's a four up. Four up, yeah. four up, four up, four up, four up, four up. Everything's four. a drum. That it's a skull off. And yeah. what we do, when that's decided, someone goes and writes it on a whiteboard so people can go look at it. All right, this seems crap, but obviously John won the skull off, and so that's how we're playing that for the rest of the event. Because there's going to be a heap of shit coming up. Actually, that, that might be a good idea, Corey. Get a whiteboard and write up huh. just your decisions on shit. Well, that's how I won the cartographer at Vaults. <laughs> yeah, you did skull off against Tim. And you can yep. that the ease in the Navy served you well getting that thrown up. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah, man. Well, as soon as he asked, like, "Oh, do we have? Can we take breaks, or do we have to drink it all in one go?" I knew I was in. I was, I was in with a decent shot. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm just not going to stop." Duh. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to your event, Corey, so we can actually see all these. Like, you know, a theory hammer while can be pretty reasonable. It can get pretty close. It could be different on the battlefield. I'm just yeah, to... it's just a, like this. It'll be, and like if I had of how do I say this? If we had have had the things beforehand, I would have gone, oh, yeah, that probably sways me to play four games and not five. But um, You can always change it, man. I don't think people would be too uh, upset. We'll see how it goes. But I think it'll, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll just be a lot of going, what makes the most sense at this point in time and yep. hoping for the best. Um, right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not playing, so it doesn't affect my outcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just whether there's sugar in your car's petrol tank. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you leave or not. Exactly. But Only about five people who know what your car looks like, but you know, hey, it's fine. It's five um, too yeah. many, to be honest. Is, 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 is the, I was going to say, is it the five of us? God damn it, Matt. <laughs> Piece of shit, you haven't said anything for an hour, and then you just out my car. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had set muted for a while. Uh, I think I just worked that out recently. Piece of shit. <laughs> But I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to having a practice of Space Wolves and just being outflanking with a bunch of fear shit. Um, but yeah, I think Heresy is asshole. going to get... Well, I'm going to leverage what's available to me. Um, I think Heresy is... previous armies, right? Hey, hey, I stick to my theme and then I wring every bit of filth out of my theme as I can. No, you find, you find the filth first, then you find a way to apply fluff to it, and then you say that... I had a theme first, and then I've just wrung everything out of it. No. Hey, How'd you feel first? I with the Dark Mechanicum, but the uh, Thunder Warriors was pretty theme-oriented at first, because Arvis Light is terrible. <laughs> very terrible. When, when Nick put it, he's like, all these are in reserve. I'm like, what are all those things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he's got like a whole different table of more things to come on, you're like, oh, wait. And then exactly. Nick goes, oh, do you have anything that could shoot flies? I'm like, oh, fucking really, man? <laughs> it's a lot of flies. It's a lot of flies. It look it looked very cool though. I've got some pictures. Actually, oh, they're gorgeous. Um, 
uh, from uh, today when all your flyers hit the board in the same fucking turn. Oh, oh wow. You have to send this to us, man. Five. It looked cool. It, it, it looked cool as shit. Thanks, man. It did. It, I really enjoyed the way it looked on the battlefields of Third Enemy. You just had like this full air wing sort of coming in. It was great fun. Like, I think when I played Pat, I just deployed my entire air wing because they all came on on turn two into the flank of his army, the big Ares gunship, and just fucking unloaded everything into it. And it went down like a bitch. Like, because it didn't, I think it had that big, like, um, had a big flare. We always get silent. Yeah. <laughs> Time hit me. Not gonna lie. Fucking hell. We are so rough. We sure are. Can you guys hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Thank this God. is such All a right. difficult. I accidentally clicked the fucking button. Um, but yeah, couldn't get <laughs> Jesus. I like stretched and fucking hit some crap. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to some uh sweet sweet 2.0 action. But I'm gonna be a salty bitch the entire time. Oh yeah. Oh, we all are, let's be honest. Oh, uh, that would be, be great. That won't cause any uh, any uncomfortable or awkward situations for anyone as you're just salting away. <laughs> I just wanted to get some own players. Like, oh, I was just, just getting a beer. Shut up. Done. I can salt my way into some Carlton's. <laughs> <laughs> well, that picture did come up nicely, man. Some good podcasting here. We can put that up on the, the DTATS page. I'm never going to put it up on the DTATS page, but you can. Right? There's a DTATS page? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's how organized we are, right? <laughs> it exists. Whether it's ever used is completely different kettle of fish. I took these photos for me. I didn't take them for anyone else. Oh. <laughs> is, that, is that my dick? Is that yeah. the toilet? I don't know it. <laughs> it's an odd angle. You can see like the, the little join part, man. It's not good. See the little face you've drawn on it. <laughs> yeah, the tattoo. Yeah, we were talking about down periscope just before the show, right? Brilliant movie. Oh, God. Seriously. Fucking So great. Like, if you have Disney Plus, go and watch it. It's amazing. Oh, I don't want to watch it tomorrow night. Yeah, it's on Stars. I was watching it while I was doing a bunch of um, tournament stuff on Wednesday, and then I watched uh, George of the Jungle with Brendan Fraser. Great movie. Again, yeah, fantastic. Thomas Hayden Church, all that kind of stuff. Excellent. I'm, I'm just... It's just so ready now for the down periscope. And then last night I watched uh, Hot Shots and I was like, fuck, this is good. I forgot that it was um, Terry Hughes, who's the bag, is like the um, oh, yeah. antagonist, who's um, Princess Bride and Robin Hood in tights, for those of you playing it. Like, the 90s were just great. Yep, there's a good quality. quality. I might watch Hot Shots Part 2 tonight. Part 2? Actually, yeah. this morning. Well, I think I'm um, after some heavy... Uh, uh, shotgunning all over the place. We can probably call that a night, given it's quarter past twelve. This is um, a great episode. Yes, like we're gonna quality. We're gonna, bump, <laughs> we're gonna jump straight back up into the top streaming, top streaming charts with this one, boys. Oh yeah, we'll be good once we're back. Get that rhythm back again, right? You know, it's bad if we get comments like, "I'd rather there were fucking ten of these idiots on." That was easier to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I've. Uh... <laughs> I've been doing some hard hitting research actually and I've oh, found I've I've found out uh how women wish to be represented in the community. Um and I'll be presenting that to you guys next week in our in the Holy chat. Shit. Oh. So so, so women in the hobby have elected you as their spokesperson, is what you're telling me. 
No, I elected myself, and then I asked. <laughs> then I asked a bunch of males what women might want to be represented as in the community. Uh, Holy shit! And then your man explained it to them. <laughs> and so I'll present that next week to everyone. Was so it'll be mansplaining with Corey on the next episode. I want to record that episode straight after this. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually like Jess now. Straight up. All right, Corey, hit us. <laughs> we make a coffee, man. This, yeah. Isn't this a movie with Mel Gibson? Exactly. Was that your research? I I went far and wide with my research and asked many a many a people. Many a per- male. I mostly just thought myself. I'm like, what would I want to be if I was, <laughs> if, I, if I was a female? How, what would I? How would I wish to be represented? Oh, this is going to get us cancelled so hard. I love it. Is it, is it really? <laughs> is anyone actually going to make it this long into the episode or is Nick going to cut this and put it right at the start? <laughs> well, if it's, if it's the next episode, it'll be like the entire episode of like, you know. <laughs> Corey, explaining the plight of men. <laughs> well, I mean. I remember at Nick's wedding. You know, my wife saying, because it was the first time she had met um, a large majority of you guys, and she goes, you know, they're really nice, you know, Matt, Corey. Um, I'm going to make her listen to next week's episode. <laughs> Help find solutions for her, huh? She'll just oh, yeah. for making her listen to it. You're the monster here. That's true. No, that's true. That's true. No, we're, no, we're in too deep now. We're in our mid-30s. We can't. We're not going to do the starting over again. It's too late. You done? I'm not. I'm not getting on Tinder and shit. It's too late. <laughs> you don't want to. Do. I don't have the energy. <laughs> I don't have the energy. I have to sit there pretend like I'm interested in the well, shit. Well, Jermaine, if you ever, if you, if you, and I never hope this is the case, but if you ever do, if you want someone to help explain what women actually want at this point in time, I'm more than happy. <laughs> Down. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so down. I'm so down for next week's episode. I'm so He's, he, I feel like after this, there's going to be like a national tour, like a like a speaking tour. Corey's going to go around Australia telling men what women actually want, and you know, it's going to be it's going to be making a money hand over fist. W W I W W. What women in wargaming want there you go Corey. <laughs> i um i just have to be careful i can't give too much away in case you know other programs decide to steal my ideas it's happened a couple of times now so i've just got to play a few things close to my chest um and only i'm pretty sure with this one you should be right bro <laughs> well you know it's quietly man you should be right <laughs> I was I was planning on I was planning on doing something where I tell everybody about why they're upset with Games Workshop, but I thought you know, again I was beaten to the punch of someone else doing that for it, so it's like shit. All right, I think uh, on that note, yeah, um, yep. Right. I'm super pumped for next episode, guys. Thanks, guys. I'm just gonna go and paint some tactical rocks.